I didn't think there'd be vampires on campus. We must have been at about 40,000 feet when it happened. <gasps> what was that? You are the Slayer. One girl in all the world. Did anybody say that? Yeah. Guess what? I feel better. Guys, where are we? It's the eye of a tiger. Wow, you know all the lyrics. You're so good at lyrics, Sammy Joe. <laughs> nice job. Perfect rendition. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, man. I feel like that's one of those songs that Dave and I like you know make up our own lyrics right. to all the time so that i'm always like wait what are the actual well lyrics? uh weird al has a, a version that he does I'm sure yeah, the yeah. rye or the kaiser <laughs> it's a <laughs> what yeah it's about like a guy who owns a oh no it's about rocky balboa but he he owns a deli oh that's really yeah. fun. oh the rye or the kaiser the rye roll, or the kaiser like bread. Mm-hmm. yeah the bread <laughs> i like that a lot <laughs> I could see that. Yeah, it's a good one. Check it out. Hey, yo, Adrian, you want bologna today or you want a ham sandwich? <laughs> hey, yo, Adrian, you want some bologna or what? You put on a Ryo Kaiser. Yo, that okay, is, obviously, that is a, you can do him much better than I can. That is a not bad uh, yeah. Sylvester Stallone. It's yeah, not a bad it's sly. No, it's no Christopher Walken. No. But. You're walking versus my sly? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Oh, that's, that's for the listeners to decide. <laughs> What's going on, Sammy Joe? Welcome, everybody, to Kicking and Streaming, episode 45. This is the podcast where Sammy and I, we force each other to watch our favorite TV shows, uh, Buffy, The Vampire Slayer, and Lost. What a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and this is the beanie episode. <laughs> this is the beanie episodes. We're both wearing beanies because why not? It was one of those cold, like, I don't know what it's like way down south where you are, but up yeah. here, up here, up north. <laughs> okay. <laughs> up north. It's a little cold. So yeah. I, I was uh, beanieing it up. Well, I was as well, and I don't normally wear beanies. Um, no, you don't. I mean, unless it's like super, super cold. But I put one on because Dave and I um, were, I, I've i been wanting to have like string lights out on our back deck <laughs> okay. forever. <laughs> I've been waiting for the story to connect. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, string, string lights, lights got connect. it. <laughs> oh, true. You got to plug them in. They connect. Hey, mm-hmm. Yep. Um, but you know, we had the wedding and like, that was basically our whole summer. And then now that we're having our Halloween party this weekend, or it will have already happened by the time this aired, but Mm -hmm. I was like, Dave, we gotta have these string lights set up (laughs) so that there's like light in our backyard and on our deck and everything. Yeah. And you know, just thank goodness for this man who just <laughs> goes along with my crazy. He's like, uh, fine. He got home from work today and it was so cold. But we sat lights. out there mixing up, you know, yeah. concrete and like making, you know, making these basically. Um, concrete? Yeah, well, we put two by twos. What are you doing with lights? <laughs> we, we put two by twos in like planters, basically. Uh-huh. And those are going to go on the four corners of our deck. And then we're going to connect oh, the lights to Oh, you them. got little so pillars. They, so they, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Um, so we were doing that. That's pretty uh, hardcore. Like right before recording, basically. Yeah. <laughs> and then we ate. And then, yeah. So I had a beanie on. And then I was like, I can't take it off now because then I'll have hat hair. And then also in this episode... Willow's wearing a beanie, so that hey, there you go. That's where I I wore my 
beanie because it's like Willow's wearing her beanie, yeah, so it just sure. makes sense, you know. Just all it all works, right? It all works out. It's the beanie episode, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> so, did you do anything for Halloween? Did what, you end up doing what anything? What did I do up? for Halloween? Hey, I got a new chair. I sent you a picture of the chair. What do you think of that chair? Yeah, this it's a great it's chair. Pretty awesome, huh? I told you. I said that it looked like you ripped it right out of a movie theater. <laughs> I know. Well, that's what I loved about it. It was. It's. A, it's a club chair. It's like 1920s retro style. It's all red, right? It's got wooden oh, yeah. arms. Movie theater red. Movie theater red, and it's got the leather uh, seat. And then it's got fabric on the back. Oh, it's so fancy. I love wow. it. Yeah. And so that's where I sit, where I take my notes for the uh, podcast now. Oh, look at that. Isn't that fun? Yeah. Look at so, it. So that's what you did for Halloween? Uh, I picked up a chair. And right. we made chocolates. When I say we. Uh, Your wife and my the wife children. And the kids made chocolate <laughs> while I went and got my uh, <laughs> cinema like chair. Like spooky shapes? <laughs> like ghosts and stuff? Ah, uh, they're squares. But they're nice chunky squares. And, You're and, a square <laughs> for I am not a square. dressing up for Halloween. I am five by five getting my chair. Nice. I know. But uh, yeah, what was I going to say? Oh, my little one, my three-year-old, she ate all of her chocolates. <laughs> we gave her the Ziploc bag and we're like, uh, well, here you go. Happy Halloween. And then I think uh, Amy turned around for like five minutes and she came back and was like, I ate all my chocolates. <laughs> I was like, Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> that's a girl after my own heart yeah <laughs> that's I what know. i would do <laughs> yeah she ate them all so and i was like oh, hopefully like, she doesn't get sick she was fine then i'd be like cam can i have yours <laughs> <laughs> right you gonna eat all those or what <laughs> yeah so that's what we did for halloween what'd you do um well we had my brother's halloween oh that's birthday right party so yeah dave and i dressed as uh as quote queens queens of course uh, he he went as freddie mercury of queen and right. i went as queen marie antoinette and of course both and of you looked very authentic i saw the instagram yes. photos very yep. authentic everybody loved our costumes of course i won you wouldn't best have costume. of course you did i knew you would <laughs> ten dollar gift card totally worth it now if you totally didn't worth pulling my hair out for it. <laughs> if you didn't win it how hard would you have raged in front of your whole family I think it would have depended on who did win it. <laughs> totally would have raged. <laughs> well, I think it just would have depended on who did win it. Yeah. I actually tied with my brother's mom. Oh. Amy, my sister-in-law, who was running the party. She was like, so should like should we vote just for the like two people to do like a tiebreaker? Or should I just like pull a random, you know, like pull one of their names out of the hat and like and then one of them will get it. And then my brother's mom, her name is Mary. She was like, oh, just give it to Sammy. She was like, I forced my whole family to vote for me. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, your competitive nature comes out. You're like, you what? Did anybody what? else hear that? <laughs> I want to earn this. Yeah. square. <laughs> Strike her name so, from the record. <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway, Anywho. so yeah, so then we're going to have a Halloween party this Saturday, too. Wow. And, you just uh, won't stop yeah. with the Halloween season, will you? Well, last You're gonna year let we this didn't bleed get to have right into New Year's. <laughs> I would love to. I know you would. <laughs> but yeah, last year we didn't have one, so you know, yeah. we're 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 making up for lost time this year. Yeah, well, lost speaking of lost time, I really missed out on halloween this year i did because i was so yeah, busy with I everything see that i i wasn't able to uh enjoy any halloween movies nothing 
Oh my god. No Sleepy Hollow, no Paranorman. Ugh, I watched Sleepy Hollow, never seen Paranorman. You gotta see um, Paranorman, you gotta see Monster House if you haven't seen that, that's a great one. I don't think I have. Oh, I, should I, I I gave Dave the option of either watching The Craft or Practical Magic. He has seen neither, and oh, he chose neither. The Craft. So yeah. what? You haven't watched The Craft? I haven't have we seen either of those already. Yeah, oh, okay. we talked. Well, about you it. definitely need to see The Craft. Yeah. I personally like Practical Magic more, but actually, I'm wearing a Practical Magic shirt. Oh, would you look at that? It says Midnight Margaritas. Oh. Hmm. And it's got. It's got. Dr- it's got on drinks it. on it. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> nice. All right. Well, anything else to catch up on before we launch right into no, Buffy? No, let's let's do this thing. All right, let's get into Buffy. So this week we watched season three, episode twelve, helpless. 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 I don't know what that's from. I just on wanted to give it uh, some musicality mine was from hamilton i'm not sure what that was that's what mine was from too no mm-hmm. it wasn't mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> all right original air date <laughs> january 19th 1999 this was written by david fury and directed by james a contner i wish my last name was fury I think yeah it's so a good cool. last name yeah like nick fury from the marvel movies yeah sam jackson's character that's pretty sure, cool. I know I know that. Yeah, he wears an eye patch. Anyways, mm. continue on. Okay. <laughs> uh your predictions uh, were that Snyder won't get his until end of this season or maybe next season. You said that he's in cahoots with the mayor and you said, "Mark my words, Giles will give it in a bad way to <laughs> Snyder." Mark him, Sammy Joe, <laughs> put Mark it in my your book. Words. <laughs> it's going to happen. Funny. It's funny because I've been rewatching um, Outlander, yeah. and the there's like a part where they're talking with um, Bonnie Prince Charlie, and you're not gonna get any of this. No, nope, I'm not. He keeps saying, "He keeps <laughs> saying, great. Mark." He keeps saying, "Mark me, mark me," and I'm like, oh, "I hate when he says that." So when you said, "Mark my words," like that's <laughs> thought of, "Mark me." Okay. <laughs> anyway, all right. <laughs> all my all my Outlander fans, right in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, okay and then you also said the mayor is the bad guy uh and at the end of this you said the mayor is the bad guy at the end of this season mm-hmm. i would assume that just means bad guy of the season the big bad yeah. and he's maybe a monster himself you said he's got something dark happening got something dark i tell you yeah yeah he's a real dark soul okay mm-hmm. so this episode opens with some sensual flute music of as course. we pan over a sexy candlelit picnic <laughs> spread on the floor of Angel's Mansion. It's got grapes and candles yeah. and everything. Yeah, you it's know? a little little overdone. Yeah. Yeah, I think the set dresser went a little crazy. <laughs> set dresser read the notes, uh, romantic fight scene. And they're like, mm, we know what to do here. Right. But we hear punching sounds as right. Buffy and Angel are sparring. Right. Buffy flips angel to the floor and then fake stakes him with a baguette blunt dusting that's what i called it pat if that worked he would be french toast (laughs) well done well done i love it (laughs) or wait 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 wait. i got one even better if she had actually dusted him he would become angel dust 
Oh, like the drug. Shit. Yeah. Yeah, I mm-hmm. know. Angel dust. The dr- yeah. The drug. The drug. I really want to <laughs> think of something about baguette, but I can't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, Buffy says she has to go. That uh, Giles is waiting for her, and Angel asks if she has birthday plans. And uh, I want to do some lines here. Okay. Jumping right into lines. Jumping right in. I got some lines in uh, the Lost episode, too. Oh, sweet. Mm -hmm. I'll be Buffy and you be Angel. Okay. Got it. Okay. Right. Birthday. Um, Actually, I do have a thing. Oh, a thing. A A date? Nice attempt at casual. Actually, I do have a date. Older man. Very handsome. He likes it when I call him daddy. (laughs) Your father. It is your father, right? (laughs) I don't know why. I just thought that was funny. (laughs) Uh, So yeah, Buffy grins and nods and and says that her dad is taking her to an ice show. Um, Then we cut to a crystal dangling in front of Buffy. She identifies it as an amethyst, Hmm. which Giles tells her is for charm bags money spells and for cleansing one's aura oh or maybe charm baguettes Ooh, Mm. no that's french bread (laughs) (laughs) so and giles is wrong amethyst is a good stone (laughs) here we go (laughs) crystal school (laughs) okay yeah cue it up learn get ready for this Mm It's a good stone for breaking bad habits or yeah. addictions, okay. communicating with the spirit world, oh. and relieving stress and oh. nervous energy, especially if you're having trouble sleeping. Okay. Now, let me ask okay. you a question about crystals, since you seem to be an authority on the subject. I know a thing or two about a thing or two. When you acquire crystals. said crystal, what do you do with the crystal? Sure. You just kind of rub it on your face? Yeah, you know, you just rub it right on your face. <laughs> put it underneath uh, your beanie flap. Put it in your ear hole, Stuck in your nostrils. <laughs> up your nostril. People are like, what are you doing? You're like, just healing. Just healing. Just healing. Yeah, healing. <laughs> but it but it sounds like this. It's healing because it's in your nose. <laughs> uh, it depends on the crystals and it depends on what you want to use it for. So amethyst. <laughs> okay. Um, if you're... A lot of times I like to hold them when I'm doing, like, when I'm meditating or something like that. Sure. You can, like, put them on points of your body. Oh. Um, if you, you know, if you're doing any kind of meditation, especially if you're doing anything with the chakras, mm, which is chakra. an Indian, a Hindu concept yeah. of basically points in your body where there's kind of, like, spinning wheels of energy. And there are certain um, crystals that can help like activate or unblock those energy centers. So amethyst would be used for uh, your third eye or your crown chakra. Hmm. Um, So you could put it on like basically your forehead or the top of your head. Um, Or if you're using it for relieving stress or for like helping you sleep, it would be good to put it like on your nightstand or even like under your mattress. Um, So yeah, but there are a lot of different things you can put it on. Like I have an altar you can see in the back there. And so if I'm working, like if I'm trying to bring any specific kind of energy into my life, um, I sometimes will use specific crystals that maybe have that energy. So again, if I'm like trying to relieve stress or anxiety or, you know, like I might put it on my altar or something like that. So Hmm. yeah. A lot of different ways that you can work with crystals. Some crystals, if you're taking a bath, you can like put them outside of your, uh, you know, on like the rim of your bathtub or even in the tub. Some, some you don't want to put in the tub because they can like dissolve. But yeah, no. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there's lots of things. There are people who put them in like in like water bottles. Like you can get 
a water bottle with like a crystal kind of like holder inf- like stuck in it oh um built-in crystal bottle yeah, yeah, I don't know that I really buy into that whole thing. <laughs> that's but, where you draw the line. But that's where I draw the line. <laughs> you, can, you can rub them lo- over your doesn't face make any sense, and but... pray to them and put them in your bathtub. But when it comes to drinking water around mm, it, mm, yeah, I'm like, you know, that what? seems a little fishy. Too far. <laughs> <laughs> I wear them a lot, as you know. Right, right. You've probably yeah, there's you've definitely w- seen me. There wear was a one lot that of you used to wear around your neck and then i remember saying hey you should wear that on your forehead like in never ending story <laughs> yes and then i probably <laughs> did put it on my forehead right. yeah <laughs> i don't know every time i think of crystals it's the first thing that comes to my mind is you with the crystal on your forehead <laughs> <laughs> as a tray you or whatever who who's that who's the person never ending story uh well yes a treyu is a Treyu. character in never ending story but that was the princess princess who wore the crystal right um i don't remember what her Forget name her was, name it's something cool like that though wasn't it well a treyu is a character in it but a treyu is um right that was the the male he, the, character right yeah he was uh, i think like the native american boy okay um, i haven't seen it since i was a kid one or two two is the one with the rock is, guy Yes. That was a good um, one. They're both good. Two was the one with Jonathan Brandis. That's right. So I actually, the first time Dave and I hung out one-on-one before we were dating, it was yeah. like kind of like a like, Getting you know, like know one of those date. things where it was like, is this, is is this, this a date? Is this happen? not a date? Like, we don't yeah. know. I, I don't know, convinced him to see the never-ending story. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and so like we rented it and like watched it at his house. Wow. Um, and I was like, you know what? This is not as good as I remember it being. Because <laughs> I think I was remembering Never Ending Story 2. Oh, with the I rock actually guy. Liked... <laughs> yeah, I like the second one better. Uh, one's pretty good. I don't know if I don't know if two's better. Oh, the Childlike Empress. That's the name? Is Yes, the uh, Childlike Empress. That's like the princess there was person. A name. With the crystal on the forehead. Yes. Okay. Well, and we're getting sidetracked you. again, Sammy Joe. What's new? We got a Treyu is the one with the horse, right? Okay, yeah, and then the horse gets stuck. Yeah, childlike empress. It's the worst part of the movie. Oh my god, I know. It's the worst. It is the worst. Let's uh, soldier on. All right, let's get back. Okay, so crystals, blah blah blah. Yeah, so Buffy and Giles are sitting at the library table. It's covered in crystals, and Buffy makes a funny quip about aura cleansing because Giles said that Amethyst was good for aura cleansing. So she says, okay, so how do you know if one's aura is dirty? Somebody come by with a finger and write wash me on it? (laughs) Giles is not amused by this and reminds her that you know, like learning about crystals is part of her training. And right. Buffy mentions that Faith is on an unannounced walkabout, which I was like, oh, walkabout. Walkabout. But, right. but Giles says that since Faith is not interested in training, Buffy has to be the one who does the training. Yeah, Faith has been MIA since yeah. uh, she's in Bring It On. She's on a walkabout. Yeah. She's on a danceabout. Yeah. Yeah. Cheer about. Um, Cheer about. (laughs) Giles puts a big blue crystal in front of Buffy and tells her to concentrate. Yeah, it was bold and blue. I like that crystal. Yeah, that was a nice one, huh? Yeah, aquamarine maybe. Like as in the type of crystal? Topaz. No, topaz is yellow. Oh, well, goes to show you how much uh, crystal school I need. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of it, apparently. A lot. (laughs) Um, Anyway, so... 
Okay, yeah, big blue crystal. He tells her to concentrate, and Buffy looks at it. Then we cut to her fighting a vamp on the playground where same same place that last episode the dead kids were found. Oh, the right. fake dead children. Yeah. And as she goes into stake, we suddenly get a music sting, and she stumbles back, closing her eyes, and the vamp uses the opportunity to rush her, throwing her onto a picnic table, and then pinning her to the ground where he turns the stake on her. Right. She's lost her power, Sammy Joe. That strength is gone. It seems so. What's then we, what's we cut happening? To the intro. I know. Did I use that term right? What? Music sting. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Where it cool. goes like. Bee! Yeah. Like it stings your brain. You know. Yeah. 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 Okay. Cool. Stings. I just wanted to make sure I was. What, using you, that did you learn that from me? Did you yeah, it I up? did. Oh, yeah. Look at this. Look at that. Look at that. <laughs> Back from the intro, <laughs> Buffy struggles with the vamp um, on top of her, then headbutts him, pushes him off her. Um, and then she points the stake up as he falls on top of it. Dusted. 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 Dusted, brah. <laughs> Next. What that? <laughs> Next day at school, Buffy's throwing knife. Uh, Buffy's throwing knives at a target. <laughs> I read that as throwing, throwing knives. knives. <laughs> right, but it's throwing knives. I think I actually originally wrote Buffy's throwing throwing knives. Th- Tossing throwing knives, <laughs> okay, and then and then redundant. Google was like, "This is not correct." <laughs> this grammar. is redundant, dum dum. <laughs> and I was like, "That's a noun." <laughs> <laughs> you start arguing for, with Google. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry, so I didn't get that. Throwing knives at a target and failing miserably, she tells Giles that something is wrong. That a vampire almost staked her last night. Giles says, "You know, maybe she's just got some flu and she should lay low for 48 hours." Yes. Forgo port patrolling for now right he starts to head toward his office as she throws one last dagger and it smashes into something glass and she goes i'm gone and then runs out as giles (laughs) says thank you without turning around yeah (laughs) um outside at lunch buffy tells xander willow and oz about the ice show that her dad's bringing her to and Willow says, I went to Snoopy on ice when I was little. <laughs> My dad took me backstage and I got so scared I threw up on Woodstock. <laughs> I love that. I wrote it. It's like Willow threw up on Woodstock, of course. It's hilarious. Uh, of course. It's such a great backstory that, that feeds her character. It's so great. <laughs> it is. She just has these these adorable yeah, little I things. I threw up on Woodstock. <laughs> oh, Fantastic. So they talk a little bit more about the ice show and their desire to celebrate Buffy's birthday, but she reminds them how parties in her honor tend to go badly. Yeah, right. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The house party. The house party. Also, when they had the birthday party for her last year and the judge came. Oh, the judge. Yeah. The arm in a box. Right. Yeah. That yeah. judge was no good. No bueno. No bueno. Mm. Um, so Buffy gets home later that day to find cancellation, consolation, flowers, <laughs> a balloon. <laughs> <laughs> Nicely cancellation, done. Cancellation, consolation. Yeah, I know. Wow, it's a lot of consonants. <laughs> yeah. Flowers, a balloon, and two tickets to the ice show from her dad. He can't make it because work is too busy. Mm. Joyce offers to take Buffy instead, but Buffy declines and walks away. Sad piano music playing her off screen. <laughs> yep, I knew you yeah. were going to chime in with that. <laughs> <laughs> we love it. We love that Charlie Brown music. Then we cut to 
uh, Sunnydale Arms, which is an old, abandoned, creepy-ass boarding house. Oh, that's that where is... they should uh, went to go get uh, an arm in a box? <laughs> yes, Sunnydale Arms. <laughs> I'm sorry, do you have an arm in a box? They're like, what? <laughs> I, what? I thought this was the arm store. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what it looks if like to me. If you can see your way out, that would be helpful. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I only can if you're selling pair of eyeballs right we also need any of those (laughs) okay (laughs) (laughs) anyway this boarding house is poorly lit filled with ripped furniture books and crap strewn about not actual crap (laughs) crap you know (laughs) boy you're getting lazy on your notes just crap strewn about (laughs) crap strewn about (laughs) i'm trying to keep things flowing okay (laughs) yeah flowing great just like crap (laughs) just like crap Um, and inside a guy is kind of like building up a wall, like bricking, bricking shut some part yeah, of the Yeah, he's building. like a mason, you know, bricking yeah, up a wall, know. basement window, Br- yeah. something. Yeah. Uh, and an older British man is observing him. Yeah. Another man walks in and the British man asks him, how much longer, Hobson? Hobson. And Hobson says, five, maybe six hours, sir. And the British man, who we later learn is Quentin. Quentin. Uh, he says, once you finish, you and Blair can get some rest, but sleep in shifts. He looks across the room at a tall wooden crate with a heavy lock on it. And Quentin says, we're getting very close. The Slayer's preparation is nearly complete. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Something's up here. Now, this is the older, is older guy with kind of bald head, right? And yeah, He's wearing like Quentin. a vest. Yes. Yeah. So this guy, I immediately recognized. I was like, hey, I've seen this guy in something before. He's mm-hmm. a character actor. He's been in many movies. His mm-hmm. name is Harris Eulin. I looked him up on oh. IMDb. Do you recognize him from any movies, Sammy Joe? I honestly don't know. So I feel like, well, he reminds me of the guy in, um, he reminds me of the guy in Halloween, the like psychologist, but I know it's not the same guy. No, because we talked about that guy. Him. I think that guy was in some other Buffy episode. Yeah, or maybe I think the you're cop right. He was talking to. I think but it was the cop guy, he was talking to. Harris Eulin was in Scarface. Okay, he was okay. also uh, in Bean, the movie. What? I know. Oh my god, who I is know. he playing Bean? I tried to get Dave to watch that, and he was not into. He's it. like, no, I know. If <laughs> no. I <laughs> same thing, if I were to have uh, Amy watch it, she would Ugh. refuse. She hates Mr. Bean. Hates him. I, does she know though how much percentage I am Mr. Bean? Have you explained yeah, that to her? I don't know. I don't know. Well, she listens to the podcast. I'm sure she knows by now, yeah. right? It's pretty evident, <laughs> self-evident. <laughs> I yeah. Love Mr. But Bean. also, I know him from Ghostbusters too as the judge in that ooh, scene. Ooh, <laughs> That's a great Mr. Bean. Don't do that. It's distracting. <laughs> I can't concentrate <laughs> on my notes when you go full bean on me. <laughs> oh boy. All right. I love Mr. Bean. Yeah. Anyway, what what is he, he in? He's Ghostbusters? in Ghostbusters too. He's the, he's oh. the judge in that scene where the the two uh, like criminal ghosts are in the courthouse. He's like the judge. Anyways, oh. <laughs> I yeah, that's um, I haven't seen Ghostbusters two in a long time because that one that With one the freaks goo. me out. I know. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, you can't... Uh, bathtubs, right. that's a I sacred know. space Oscar for Oscar the me, baby so. is just taking a little tubby, oh and then the God. lady, the old lady ghost with the with the baby carriage, she flies up to the window and takes Oscar the baby in the <laughs> ghost carriage. Duh. And then pink goo comes out, and Oscar the baby just looks at it. Oh, it's terrifying. 
Yeah. And then they walk around the city in uh, the Statue of Liberty. You know, everything's yep. fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cool. Well, thanks for that. I didn't have any trivia on him, so I'm glad you uh, uh, looked yeah. him up. See, look at that. Really stepping up to the game, you know. Yeah. Well, I have uh, I have one for you and Lost. So oh, we can, okay. We can swip, swip swap. S- swip swap. Yeah. You know, swift, as they say. Swift for sweeper. Right. Uh, at the at the library, um, Giles is pulling crystals out of a box. Um, back onto the table in a again. Box. Doesn't doesn't yeah. doesn't ring. No, it doesn't doesn't no, go as well. Doesn't go. Um, as Buffy is telling Giles about the ice show, not so subtly dropping hints that she wants Giles to take her now. You know. Yeah. Right. As her other <laughs> yeah, as her like, other father figure. If only I could find somebody that could bring me. Yeah, she's like, it's, you know, something people might bring their daughters or maybe their slayers to. <laughs> yeah. But he is not, taking not the bait. picking up these these no. hints. Um, he's too focused on the crystal training. He tells her, he, you know, takes out the big blue crystal again and he tells her to look for the flaw in its center, which Buffy does. And then she immediately snaps into a trance. Comatose. Yeah. Well, not and then comatose. Giles, her eyes not are really. open. Just, just, she's just in a trance. <laughs> yeah, she's in a trance. <laughs> you were yeah, right. What I said. <laughs> what you said. Go with what you said. Stop trying to add to it, okay? <laughs> I'm just trying to chime in, you know, sort of podcast for. But uh, sometimes I just got to know my place, you know? <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Giles calls her name, but Buffy doesn't respond. And then he takes out a needle with a yellowish liquid in it. It basically Ew. looks like urine, okay? Yeah. And he injects her with it. Now, how is Giles qualified to be injecting poor Buffy with a hypodermic needle? And that is a is hefty bad. needle too. That thing's Yeah. That's a that's a wide gauge needle. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to think about that. Are too you much. wigged out by needles too? Um, yeah. Oh right. Not, you maybe, pass out. Probably not as much as you. No, you, I don't pass out. You pass out. No, I just don't look at them. You pass out. No, I out. don't. I've never passed out when uh, I've had I don't a needle. Know. There's, what was that story you told me? You passed out. Oh, uh, when Dave, when Dave got his wisdom teeth out. Yeah, is that the same thing? <laughs> passed out. No, I didn't get a needle. I didn't see him get a needle. <laughs> I hadn't eaten breakfast. I thought I had my shit together. Didn't have my shit together. I right. saw him take the gauze out of his mouth. That's and how what much it was. Blood it was, was the gauze. on it, okay. and I was like, so you okay. got squeamish. You got squeamish. <laughs> I, I was like sitting on a chair, and the doctor was like telling me things that I'm supposed to know about <laughs> Dave's like aftercare methods, Thumped. and I was like, I was like, uh, yeah. So listen. I'm either going to vomit or I'm going to pass out. What, what? Take your <laughs> pick, just, Doc. <laughs> I just had this like lucidity yeah. right before it happened, and then I immediately passed out. Okay. All right. So you think <laughs> I'm worse with to... needles than you? Yeah, I think you are probably. Oh, boy. Okay. I just don't. I can just look away. If I'm getting blood drawn. Oh, well, I always look away, but I still yeah. pass out. <laughs> I mean, I had a, I had a tattoo done, a pretty sizable oh, one. So I guess I, I feel like to I could handle a tattoo. Okay. Yeah, it's honestly not that bad. Yeah. Like it, I mean, it's annoying, and it. Uh, my friend Corey described it really well to me. He said that it's basically, it basically feels like a bunch of bee stings. Oh yeah, and that like, makes it so easy to handle. <laughs> well, it's like bee stings aren't the worst pain Thanks, you've Corey. probably ever Never felt. Never getting a tattoo now. <laughs> <laughs> but like after a while, you just kind of go numb. You're to like it. I love bee stings. <laughs> no, it's, I'm just saying it's not like terrible it's not you like ever the drawn worst yourself thing ever. with a bee that you're dunking in ink 
It's not that bad. <laughs> you ever you ever come into a man's tattoo shop and take a bee and take his ink and then take the bee's butt because that's where the stinger is and you take the stinger out and you, you dip in uh-huh. the ink and then uh-huh. you gotta yeah. and then you gotta dip right. in some more ink and then you gotta draw <laughs> you on yourself. Dip in more and- <laughs> <laughs> and you're sometimes you gotta Joe. mix the inks together yeah. like a little like a little palette mm-hmm. like you're mixing up some yeah. some paint for painting is basically what it is <laughs> just you just mm-hmm. paint in your skin but you got to use a needle to paint in the skin so you got you, you use try it. you're trying really hard and i appreciate i I'm appreciate trying really it. hard i'm yeah, not as good as you it's good that's okay okay you know, you'll get there you'll get there yeah. all right all yeah. right anyway Giles injects her with a needle. He puts away the needle. He waves his hand in front of the crystal, breaking her trance. She comes to, apologizes for zoning out, blaming it on that potential flu blood. Flu blug. Flu blug? <laughs> flu bug. <laughs> What's a blug? <laughs> it's flu a bug that's bug. so bloody that they called it a blug. Blug. And it comes after that's you a and mosquito. it says, I'm the flu blug. <laughs> and a it talks English. A blug. <laughs> right. That is a blug. You're right. Yeah. So bluggy out. <laughs> <laughs> bluggy uh, Sunday. <laughs> Sunday, bluggy Sunday. All right. Bluggy anyway, Mary. <laughs> Buffy says they should call it a night. Giles agrees, and he kind of smiles after her as she walks away. And his smile, not so comforting. It's kind of sinister. Gile, yeah. I didn't like this. I He's don't like, like it. I don't like it when my guy, J- you know, my Jai. Okay. Yeah. I don't like yeah. when wow, my when we my can't j- talk today. <laughs> when my guy does creepy things. Okay. No, I just coined a new phrase. That's all. I was gonna say my guy, but then I was like my guy. You know. My guy. My guy. <laughs> Talking about my, my guy. While guy. I'm drinking my tie. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> we brought it home. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. Not. This does not make me happy yeah so i wrote in my it's notes and said what in tarnation is giles up to <laughs> what in tarnation? i don't like this <laughs> <laughs> i don't like it either i don't like it next day at sunnydale high buffy asks willow how it's going with amy the rat <laughs> <laughs> right Just so checking willow, in on the rat willow is not having any luck changing her back into a human but apparently rat amy is loving her new exercise wheel so well, she went ahead and go. got that wheel for her yeah and Willow just got her the cutest little bell, she says. Uh, and this is when this is when Willow is wearing the the beanie. So Dave actually looked at me and he said, I could totally see you wearing an outfit just like Willow's when you were in high school. So Willow is wearing a comfy mustard and mustard yellow and pink sweater, a pink skirt, mustard yellow tights with sneakers, <laughs> and a fuzzy, you know, hat. Who's wearing this? Cordy? Willow. Willow. Okay. Yeah. I so didn't Dave, even so, notice. Well, I'm surprised because I had a feeling like once Dave said that, once Dave, like he paused it and he looked at me and he was like, I could see you wearing something like that when you were in high school. I, was <laughs> I like, love how often you guys pause the show to talk about it. <laughs> yeah. It's so often. This is what happens is. when we're watching the show. Amy will start to say something and I'll go, shh, 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 because I'm writing notes. <laughs> <laughs> You just pause it so you can, you should have nah, no time, Sammy Joe. I got to get it done, you know? Well, it's great Keep because it I feel like Dave didn't enjoy Buffy as much the first time around, probably because he just felt so much oh, pressure you, to watch you put it. put him through all of Buffy already once? Yeah. Well, yeah. I had to very early on in our relationship. <laughs> How would I he, know like, if he was compatible? 
<laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Right. Even if he didn't love it, you know, it's not like he loved it, but like <laughs> he had to at least understand. Yeah. As you, as you have made reference to, uh-huh. this show is so much of my personality. Right, you gotta know. I feel know. like you gotta know it. You gotta know. You gotta know. <laughs> what are we in for here? <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, Willow is wearing a cute outfit, and I totally <laughs> rocked some outfits note. in high school. Mm-hmm. Okay, Buffy and Willow come upon a guy yelling at Cordy. He's angry that she stood him up at the bronze, and he grabs her and Yikes. pushes her against a tree. And Buffy tries to intervene, right. grabbing the guy's arm, but she doesn't have her strength, so wow. he just tosses her away. Like, like what, a Pat? Day, a day bag of Dale potato <laughs> like chips. A bag of Dale potato but this chips. was like a heavy bag because he could really th- he threw her like fifteen feet. Yeah, this toxic he threw her bro. and she she slammed into a stone bench. Yeah, I was like, is nobody Yowza. seeing this? Is this well, the the Twilight Zone episode where nobody's looking? Well, you know, Willow runs over to help Buffy up. And also Cordelia's like, what is wrong with you? And she starts like pounding on the guy's chest. And like, yeah, I wrote wrote in all caps. I said, Cordy, let's clock this creep. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. She just kind of like bangs on his chest with her fists repeatedly. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But it's really, really funny. Um, So Buffy uh, finds Giles in the hallway and she tells him about this the situation that it's just happened counter. and she's like she's panicking um but giles doesn't seem worried he tells her that given time they'll get to the bottom of it yeah then we cut to giles talking to quentin in that creepy broke down boarding house and right. we're gonna do some more lines here okie dokie do you want to be quentin or do you want to be giles i mean what do you think y- you want to be giles <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> Um, so hold on. Where did I leave off in our notes? Giles talking to Quentin in the creepy broke down boarding house. Okay. Um, okay. So you can cut all of that. And now we're going to do these lines. Okay. So I'm going to start with Quentin. Okay. You're having doubts. Uh, Crucimentum is not easy for Slayer or Watcher, but it's been done this way for a dozen centuries. Whenever a slayer turns 18, it is a time-honored rite of passage. It's an archaic exercise in cruelty to lock her in this. Oh. (laughs) To lock her in this tomb, weakened, defenseless. He points to a crate. And to unleash that on her. If any one of the council still had actual contact with the Slayer, they would see, but I'm the one in the thick of it. Which is why you're not qualified to make this decision. You're too close. That's not true. A Slayer is not just physical prowess. She must have cunning, imagination, a confidence derived from self-reliance. And believe me, once this is all over, your Buffy will be stronger for it. Or she'll be dead for it. Yikes. Yikes. So, turns out, this turns is something. Out, this is a test. This is a test. Right. Real test. Okay. Yeah. Don't like that. So, a little while later, Giles leaves and Hobson tells Quentin that he needs to run to the hardware store. And we start to hear screaming and banging coming from that crate. Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> uh, Hobson and Blair, Quentin's other lackey, unlock the crate to reveal a very angry vampire yeah. in a straight jacket. Too crazy. Yeah, he's crazy. He's strapped to the back of a uh, back of the crate <laughs> with a metal band across his forehead. Scary. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they gotta feed him from sticks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they gotta they gotta they gotta have him drink water from a from a <laughs> from a glass on a stick. Yeah, he's a scary. glass on a stick, Sammy Joe. Yeah, so Blair puts <laughs> two pills on a spoon at the what? end that's been tied on to a, a long stick. bar. <laughs> oh my god. This vamp uh, is is whew, this is a, Bad news bears, this guy. Bad news bears, for sure. <laughs> and yes, Hobson then stands behind him with a glass of water uh, on the end of another <laughs> stick, as you call it. Yeah, another <laughs> They're stick. metal bars, so they're not like little eh, my know, book, sticks stick. from a tree. <laughs> yeah. And Blair says, Kralik, your pills, open your mouth. <laughs> this is ridiculous. <laughs> so the uh. vampire opens his mouth just enough, and Blair, like, like yeah, nudges the spoon in, in kind of like go. drops him and there runs away. <laughs> He's like, Hobson ah. steps up with a glass of water and Kralik gulps it down. it down. Some of the water spills over the sides of his mouth. Yeah, they should have um, gave him a mouth funnel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Quentin holds the mouth funnel with a stick. Yeah, right. Um, Quentin tells him to close it up. And uh, so it seems like this... Uh, this guy is what <laughs> this Buffy guy? is supposed to This fight. creature, this thing, yick. I don't know. Kralik. 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 Kralik, what a name. Yeah, more like Krayik. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we cut to the library where Xander, Willow, Oz, and Buffy are looking up curses or kryptonite for slayers. And Xander and Oz debate the particulars of kryptonite, which just pisses Buffy off basically she walks away frustrated and she's like this isn't helpful yeah. like the Superman thing yeah. yeah yeah so they're debating I don't know it went over my head because because I'm nerd not, nerd stuff well I mean like I like certain nerd stuff but, but not you know, comic book superhero, superhero stuff, stuff yeah it's not as yeah. kind of goes over it but it, yeah. you know whatever anyway well kryptonite tell- Sammy Joe is okay. uh, rocks from the planet Krypton which yeah. uh which is where uh, 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 Superman uh, Jor- is from? Yeah, Jor Al, uh, which is uh, Superman's father, comes from, right? So, because the, uh, you know, the uh, gravity was much, you know, heavier on planet Krypton, the, uh, so when he came to Earth, that's why he, he was so strong, right? Because he comparatively, you know, much stronger on Earth uh, because of. But but if you brought Krypton, a piece of Krypton, the planet of Superman, that where he came from, if you brought a piece of green Krypton, like soil or rock or earth, then yeah. if he was near it in the vicinity, you're making of Superman sound more like a nerd. <laughs> then um, we'll see what would happen. Is that Superman? <laughs> Where's my you pocket? You don't even know. Where's my you pocket protector? <laughs> Superman will get weak. No, I've seen the movies, okay? Ask okay. me any questions. You have any follow-up questions? So for anyway, Krypton? Buffy, <laughs> Xander and Oz are talking about Just the different right types of, of <laughs> kryptonite, and Buffy's like, this is not helping me, so she kind of walks away. Kind of like and what you Willow- just did. 
<laughs> even though you listen to me talk about crystals <laughs> <laughs> yeah i know i was very respectful and listened to your well i was very succinct you weren't making any sense you well, i you think didn't i made, you don't you know, know what? anything all about my kryptonite, superman okay? fans will write in and say pat was actually right on the money with the krypton speech <laughs> mm-hmm. okay. i monologued perfectly about krypton okay all right yeah great mm-hmm. you can put that great. in your book I will put it in my book. Yeah, good. And then I'll throw it out. Because if you don't, I'll put it in Throw right book. out the window. I'll put that in. I'll put that book in the pile of books that Giles has got burned. Anyway, so Willow toxic. tells Buffy that, <laughs> <laughs> that losing her powers might actually be a good thing because it, maybe it'll open up some new doors, you know? Like now right. she can have a little bit more of a future or something. Mm-hmm. Um, Giles walks in and tells him that he still hasn't found anything. And then back at the boarding house later on, Kralik is yelling for his pills again, and it's Blair's shift. (laughs) So Blair opens up the crate, runs off to grab water as Kralik tears through a seam in the arm of his straitjacket. That's not what you want. Nope. And Blair does not see that. When Blair returns with the pills and water, Kralik closes his eyes, and he's like, I, I can't see it. I can't reach them. I'm like, come on, man. Oldest trick in the book. <laughs> come on, so, Kralik. Get it together. Get it together. <laughs> He's like, I um, can't. I need so, my fills, man. <laughs> Blair takes a step closer. Big mistake, Blair. Yeah, Blair. You, you, I, apparently, you didn't see the stick maneuver. Okay? No. You, see, the thing is, if you want to get close to Kralik, that's fine. You just got to put... The item on the stick. So Well he did, but then but but he was putting the pills in front of Kralik's mouth, but Kralik was like, Oh no, I can't reach them and he he was like has his eyes closed. Yeah. Oh yeah. So too. he's Old like trick. Old uh, trick. Yeah. yeah, so Blair steps closer. He's like, Oh, oh yeah. uh, 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 uh. <laughs> He kicks the crate. <laughs> the other thing I've had it stuck in my head this past week is I've yeah. had Amelin. Is that his name? Yeah, Amelin, 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 Amelie, Amelin, Amelie, yeah. <laughs> Amelin is stuck in my head going, hey, how's it going? Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, that's great. Did Just you say that? hey or hi? That's it. Yeah, I don't know why. <sighs> it was in the trailer for the hi. How's it going? <laughs> it's great. <laughs> Paul Rubens. What a friendly guy. <laughs> oh, he's such a great vamp. Yeah, one arm lefty. We could do anything. Oh, yeah? <laughs> Clap. Kill him a lot. Kill him a lot. <laughs> oh, man. He's a legend. Legend yeah. in the yeah. vampire lore. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Well, you know what's great? Um, <laughs> you forgot right? it already. <laughs> no, I, I'm i pretty sure that he comes back in... Um, I'm pretty sure that he plays like a a little guest role. What? As a vampire in in the um, show? Uh, no, in um, what we do in the shadows. Oh right! I gotta see that. I haven't seen it's it yet. So I know. I've seen funny. clips and I love it. And it's got uh, Taika Waititi, which I'm a huge fan. I gotta get all up in that. Yes. Yep. He is it. Okay. Wow. Yeah. So there's like this episode where there there's like a vampire council that comes together. So what's <laughs> awesome is they actually have people 
who portrayed vampires, vampires in in movies. various movies, yeah. TV shows, whatever, and they bring them all back, oh, that's including fun. Blade. So they got they have Blade on like <laughs> really like Zoom or something like that. Oh, that's yeah. great. Um, Hi. And people are like, ah, he's not even a real vampire. And Paul Rubens is in it. And oh, I was like, fantastic. What? I just love that. That That's makes great. me so That's happy. That's Paul too. I like <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, it's so yeah. good. Anyway, so yeah, Paul Rubens is amazing. Buffy yeah. movie. Legend. If you haven't listened to our episode yet about bonus the Buffy episode, movie. Bonus episode. Go back a couple episodes. Yeah, it's a it's a good one. It's a good time. Yeah. Um. So yeah, so Blair takes a step closer not not good. Kralik grabs Blair by the neck and chokes him and he Yikes. says, Shh, everything's okay now. <laughs> that was good that was a good performance. I like Thank that. Thank you. <laughs> I don't know, Pat. Shh, I don't think everything's okay. okay. No, okay? I don't think so this either. This man lacks credibility. I think that's a lie. Yeah. Uh, a fire is roaring at Angels mm. as he Oh, here we go again. As Buffy unwraps a gift from him. Oh boy. This guy's okay, trying way hard. He's trying so hard, okay? Because yeah. he gives her sonnets from the Portuguese, uh-huh. a classic, classic love poems by Elizabeth Barrett Browning to her husband. Come okay. on, Angel. You really Angel, think she's going to like that? Come JV, on. bro. Just, whatever. What yeah. is this? Okay? Yeah, what is this? Give her a nice sword, okay? I know. You're, t- you're trying too hard. You, you, you got you to gotta start thinking from the heart, okay, Angel? Yeah. Which apparently he can't do because he's thinking from, you know, I don't know what he's thinking from, but... Well, I, I think this is probably a gift from the heart, but it's maybe a gift well, that he would like, you know, or a that's gift true. Like, like a woman a hundred. He's years like, well, ago if you don't like, like it, I'll take it because I could use that. Thanks. <laughs> and I could read this poetry too. Right. Yeah. You all love me. I was thinking he is he is trying too hard, but you know the reason why? Because he needs to. Well, got to make up for it. Daddy thirsty. (laughs) (laughs) Gotcha. I didn't see that coming. Daddy thirsty to you. (laughs) Yeah. So she's not super stoked about this gift because he's like, you seem like more excited when you got an arm in a box. I got my arm in a box. In a box. (laughs) (laughs) Um. So, but she's she's just preoccupied about having. You know, she's worried that she's lost her powers for good. Um, but yeah. he assures her that she, that she'll be okay without him. She didn't have him before and she'll be okay, you know, not having them now. And she says, um, you know, what if I can't like be okay? Uh, I've seen too much. I know it goes bump in the night, not being able to fight it. What if I just hide under my bed, all scared and helpless? Or what if I just become pathetic, hanging out at the old Slayer's home, talking people's ears off about my glory days, showing them Mr. Pointy, the steak I had bronzed. (laughs) Mr. Pointy. Hey, Buff, I hate to break it to you, but uh, there's no old Slayer's home because don't they all die? And then the next one, you know, starts after they die. Yep. Yeah. Correct. Except, so, well, I mean, it'd now be pretty two, boring. But if you were to make it all the way to Old Slayer's home, then you'd yeah. be by yourself. Right. Old Watcher's home, I could see. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, they don't have to die in order for the next one to right. be called. There, and plus, there seems to be a whole bunch of Watchers. Yeah. Or There's something. a whole council. Whole council. <laughs> yeah. A whole council of men and women wearing tweed and speaking. Right. Oh my God. In British. I would just, that would be a, a room that I would just run social on all day. Oh, yeah. I know yeah. you would. I would just, I would mingle, okay? Yeah, you would. There's a bunch of Giles in a room. 
and tea. Think of the think of the clink and spoon, Sammy Joe. <laughs> Just clink and spoons and yeah. Earl Grey left and right. Mm-hmm. What heaven? Clinking spoons and rubbing <laughs> elbow patches. I'm like, what kind of tweet is this? Where'd you get this? Uh, tweets are us. I'm like, I go there too. You're a member? Let's see your member card. Oh, platinum level, huh? That's not bad. I'm a diamond <laughs> level member myself, but you'll get there someday. Anyways, <laughs> what kind of slaying have you been uh, watching lately? <laughs> <laughs> what kind of crystals do you like to- what kind of crystals? You got that sweet got blue one? office. Sweet, bold blue one? That's cool. Uh, and then I just blank out because I start looking at it. Uh. <laughs> 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 and then oh, they just go that's stuck again <laughs> they just go <laughs> they just go they just go oh thank god i never thought you would stop <laughs> and then i have to come drag you away because i'm right. i don't know i don't you're know like, what, i'll what take my it from here <laughs> you you just broke in you're not a watcher right. <laughs> they're like how did he get in here anyways he's not even a watcher and they're like well he a- does a Amy podcast and i come and escort you out right he does a podcast and somehow he thinks he's entitled to come hang out with you and talk tweed (laughs) very sorry sorry. i'm very sorry for this it's very embarrassing but you know check us out kicking streaming you still gotta put a plug in yeah yeah (laughs) shameless slip my uh slip my business card into their tweed coats right you're like i don't know just in case you know you might need it i don't know yeah just a little business (laughs) take care of some business yeah yeah anyways anyway That's a fun thing to imagine. Yeah, that's a good one. So Buffy's worried about reverting back to kind of her old shallow, as she describes herself. Yes, so shallow. Wait, how does the song go? The shallow song? Lady Gaga? I don't know. What? Come on. You didn't see- I don't uh, know that one. You didn't see the movie? I can't even think of the movie. movie? Star is Born. No, I haven't. Oh, you got to see I don't, Star I honestly is Born, Sammy Joe. I don't have a good reason for not seeing it. I yeah, truly do not. Yeah, you got to see it. It's a great movie. Yeah, Dave and it's I really both want to see it. So. It's really good. It's great. Lady Gaga, yeah, big, big fan. <laughs> big fan. I know you are. <laughs> I know. That's explained the last I also love, uh, what's his name? What's his name? Bradley Cooper. Yeah, Bradley Cooper. Be Coops. <laughs> be Coops. Yeah, he does. <laughs> Bradley Cooper. He can scoop her. Okay? Oh, boy. Not like Anthony Hello. Cooper. Yeah. Okay. What All a right. pooper. What a pooper. Anyway, uh, so she's afraid of reverting back to her shallow self, (laughs) the version of herself that she says made Spordelia look like a classical philosopher next to her. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, "If, if I'm not the Slayer, who am I? An angel tells her that he saw her before she became the Slayer, and he loved her even then because, he says, I could see her heart. You held it before you for everyone to see, and I worried that it would be bruised or torn. And more than anything in my life, I wanted to keep it safe, to warm it with my own. To warm it in a microwave, and then it's like a hot heart, and it's kind of like a hot cocoa thing for me. It's like a hot <laughs> because treat. Daddy thirsty. <laughs> it's like it's like when you take a brownie and you put it in the microwave, and it's nice and gooey. It's like that. Do you ever? <laughs> Do you ever go into a man's wow, real house? <laughs> he's getting <laughs> more and more Santa. southern. He's he's winding up for this one, Sammy Joe. He's winding up. Oh boy! Yeah. You want me to continue, or should we just keep on? I think we should just keep going. Yeah, let's just keep going. Because <laughs> you know, I once I start, to, once yeah, I can't, start, can't get, can't stop. Yeah. Okay. Never mind. Okay. I guess so, I'll anyway, just keep on trucking. <laughs> very nice, sweet thing. Angel says they hug, and yeah. then Buffy says, "That's beautiful." 
or taken literally incredibly gross and angel's Uh. like i was just thinking that too (laughs) (laughs) because he said he wanted to hold on to her heart and keep it safe and warm it with his own and stick a straw into it slurp it up <laughs> gross that's disgusting <laughs> uh you said stick I a straw know. Into it, okay? i know but when You're you said going slurp, on about daddy thirsty slur- <laughs> that's just his catchphrase <laughs> but when you say slurp it up come on well, you have some <laughs> class sammy oh. joe <laughs> Oh boy. That's, that's where funny. you draw the line. That's where I draw that's funny. Okay. <laughs> All uh. right. Back at the boarding house. <laughs> Get back to Kralik. Yeah, Kralik. Oh, uh, here we go. Ooh. This guy. Uh, here we go. He's yeah. humming and licking his fingers. Jack. How do you feel about that, Pat? I don't like it. <laughs> He's yeah, smacking his lips. Yeah. Ugh. Not and good. Blair manners. is a vampire now. Blair. Yeah. Blair made a huge error. And he became a vampire. <laughs> okay. All right. Blair <laughs> Blair breaks Kralik out of the straitjacket and crate. Kralik takes his pills and he tells Blair, it's a game, you know. We're not going to play by their rules, but that doesn't mean we're not going to play. Mm. And he says, Kralik. why don't you call your friend in? We'll discuss it over dinner. Mm, dinner mm. meaning we're gonna eat a person yes they yes what he means yeah, slurp him up <laughs> slurp Kralik him up thirsty. <laughs> yeah. all right so back from commercial giles enters the boarding house looking for quentin but he finds blood on blood. the staircase and he sees the crate open he grabs a stair rail support as a makeshift stake and then he hears a door shut sees more blood on the floor and then he finds hobson very bloody hobson or at least his arm we can only see Uh his arm yeah Uh, and and it's so bad that he like starts gagging and tries not to vomit as he rushes out of the boarding house yeah buffy is walking home alone because apparently she told Angel she could take care of herself. <laughs> Stupid move, Buffy. Mm, and yeah. uh, two two uh, jerky jerks asked her how much <laughs> for a lap jerks. dance. Oh, right. I know. Mm. Yeah, hold on. Let They're me like, let hey, break sweet it. girl or something. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They said something. Yeah. I can't find my notes now. I'll continue. Mm. I'll, find, I'll catch up. <laughs> okay. I don't know what's going on here. <laughs> yeah, I had my notes right here. Uh. Oh, yeah. Okay. I, fa- I found it. Okay. It says, he said, uh, how much for a lap dance for me and my buddy? Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Come bro. on, bro. Have, yeah, but, some, have some class. Yeah. Have some okay. class. Right. But also, do you know what would have been funny is if she actually charged him for something that she's like, ah, 200 bucks. And then they started like fishing through their wallets and then she just punches them. That would yeah. Cool. Except she doesn't have her strength now. So I know. But she could have done like a. They would have been distracted enough that she could have thrown some uh, dirt in their eyes or something. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Pound sand. Yeah, pound sand, pal. Right. That would have been cool. Mm. Eh, I like her time. Uh, Her move of just ignoring them and It's probably the away. safest. It's yeah, probably the probably safest. Yeah, probably is. Yeah. yeah. As a woman who has had strange cat things calls yelled at her before that's yeah. usually my move i feel like every woman has had cat calls at some point in their life right yeah yeah and it's usually pretty uncomfortable yeah that's got to be uh something else to deal with i'm always like does this work do you re- what are you expecting to happen 
right, right. now. Like, yeah. do you... Oh, I didn't know that... Oh, your cat calling me at a gas station? Let me oh, give my you God, my God, you must be the love of my life. Like, right. come on, get real people. Right, when okay? did this it's ever work, work for you? No. Yeah. Once, though... Dave and I saw a guy. It'd be funny if you're like, once though, I did give my number to a guy. (laughs) No, never. Uh, Zero for zero on that account. Um, But no, once Dave and I were, where were we? We were like going somewhere. We were like having dinner or something like that. And we were walking um, and some guys were like doing construction on the street that Always we were walking on. Always with the construction guys. <laughs> Always with the construction. Carte blanche but, they think they have. Yeah, but no, this was great because it was the reverse happened. A woman was driving by in a car and saw the guys doing construction. And it was like in the summer. So, you know, they had like their shirts off or something. And she cat called one of the construction workers. Oh yeah, <laughs> she give was it back. like, but it was so nice. She was like, I just want to say, like, I just think you're beautiful and you have like a beautiful body. Have a nice day, and yeah. like drove away. And See, Dave and I looked at each other and we were like, Oh my god, that was like the nicest thing ever. Respectful like so cat calling. Let's make it a thing here. <laughs> yeah. You call it, and the uh, guy was like, thanks. <laughs> Let's so call nice. it a uh, different animal. You know, cat calls got such a negative connotation yeah, to dog, it. Yeah, uh, dog. No, not dog. We got to go something nice. cuter. Like oh, bunny. Platypus calling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's got to it's gotta have like the second word has to, you know, it's got to have alliteration. Cat oh, call. Okay. So it's got to be like platypus. Hmm. Well, rat, rat call just doesn't sound nice. No. Can't do that. No, but Mouse it's also call, not alliteration. It's like too it's, small. You no, know? it's got to be alliteration, Pat. Do you know what alliteration is? Two, uh-huh. w- two words. Yeah, I know. I know. That start with the same sound. Right. Like uh, ferret call. That's what you're no. saying. No. No? Like oh. cat call. Duck call. Duck call. Quack. Duck dial. I think I follow what you're saying. No, I don't think you do. I think I got it. Like woodchuck call. Oh, no, wait. That's not the... Woodchuck whale. 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 Whale call? Whale whale. <laughs> <laughs> all right let's move on we're not getting anywhere with this <laughs> okay so she ignores these jerky jerks and then she hears someone humming and buffy says hummers big turnoff i like guys that can remember the lyrics yikes because people who are humming okay. like that on the street there's a know, lot to unpack know, there there's but... there's some some stuff going on usually mm. she turns right into kralik who grabs her she manages to slip out of her coat and run and then the she's old pursued slip by the Blair. Coat off move. Yeah. It's a good one. This is a good one. If you have a coat, if you don't, you know, you're kind of SOL. <laughs> you're <there>. up a creek. <laughs> yeah. You're up a Kralik. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she struggles to pull herself over a chain fence and then she kind of gives up and crawls under it. Um, as Blair grabs at her feet, she shakes him off and runs into a road, waving cars down for help. Um, as thankfully Giles shows up in his Gileopy. Gileopy. That thing is <laughs> I've made just, that joke before. It's <laughs> barely hanging on by a thread. That thing is but, rickety as all look, get out. It worked here, okay? It's barely running. That thing is yeah. barely it's running on faster than Blair, and that's all that matters. <laughs> <laughs> just barely. The thing is Blairly. Just yeah. Blairly. We gotta get you in a Kia, pal. It's time. <laughs> time for a Saturn ninety nine. Yeah. That's what I had. I oh, had Saturn. Yeah, yeah Maroon. Was that your first car? Mm-mm, no. 87 Chevy Celebrity was my first car. Oh, shit. 87. Like, that's the year I was born. Yeah, look at that. 
Yeah. That I'm thing an 87 was, Chevy that thing was celebrity. Mint. It's cherry. Wow. It wasn't really the dash was falling apart. You could lift it up and put things underneath it. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And nice. I, I put a fluorescent uh, light in it that would uh, that would light up to the beat of the bass. <laughs> that <laughs> that is was awesome. my first car. <laughs> <laughs> I put fuzzy dice in the mirror. Yeah, you did. I was so <laughs> cool, this. Sammy Joe. Yeah, I had a V6 in it. Okay, oh, V6. Man. 2.8. That is hilarious. Dual injection engine. That thing was. Uh, Zero to 50 in like, you know, I don't know how long, but it's pretty fast. <laughs> For a grandma car, not bad. Yeah, my first yeah. car was an Oldsmobile Cutlass Sierra S. Ooh, child. I love those Cutlass Sierras. Yeah, I don't remember what year it was. I but... like the Cutlass of your jib. <laughs> hey. <laughs> All right. <laughs> did you name your first car? Um, was that I don't a think thing I you did. did. Did you? You yeah. name yours? What, what yeah. was its name, Willow? Her name was Lola. Lola? She was a showgirl. Whatever Lola wants. No. Lola gets. Her name was Lola. She Lola. was a showgirl with pink Lola. feathers in her hair Lola. and a dress cut Lola. down to there. She Cabana. wore merengue and do the cha-cha. <laughs> yeah, so the Copacabana. <laughs> right, Copacabana. I knew it was she coming was, up somewhere. She was named after Lola from Copacabana. Oh, there you go. All right. No, never <laughs> name my car. Oh. Probably should have. Yeah. Well, you could do it now. Anyway, (laughs) Giles, who knows if he named his car, but uh, Blair grabs onto the car, but they're able to shake him off. And then uh, huddled in a blanket in Giles's office, Buffy pleads with him, or she's just in the library, actually. I don't think they're in his office. Buffy pleads with him. She's like, I can't be helpless. And then Giles shows her the syringe, explaining that it's an organic compound muscle relaxants and adrenal suppressors Mm. the effect is temporary you'll be yourself again in a few days so he comes clean to her comes clean yet i don't know if i would have showed her the syringe i think that just kind of makes it a little too real i think i'd I'd dress it up a bit i'd say buffy this is i might have played part in a test and i did have to give you a substance without you knowing I don't know if I'd go into, I did it with a a needle and here it is. Let me open the case so you can see the gigantic (laughs) gauge needle. And then this also orange serum that I pumped you with because that makes it even more sinister. Yeah, that is true. I I mean, I don't think he needed that visual. Communication. All right. Right. You could have used a little PR firm on this. (laughs) Yeah. So she is obviously very hurt and can't believe what's happening. She starts to cry. Um, He tells her that this is a test given to a slayer who reaches her 18th birthday. He says the slayer is disabled and then entrapped with a vampire foe whom she must defeat defeat in order to pass the test. And he says the vampire you were to face has escaped. His name is Zachary Kralik. As a mortal, he murdered and tortured more than a dozen women before he was committed to an asylum for the criminally insane. Mm. wowza yeah. and yeah. they hmm. then he's turned into a vampire and now this is a guy that she's got to fight excuse me this guy i love it's the crazy. name zachary kralik i think it's yeah. a fantastic uh character name yeah well maybe i have some trivia on that also i'm with buffy on this one uh i would also feel very betrayed by giles if yes. he showed me a gigantic needle like that yeah 
Yeah, so Buffy throws a syringe. And I would have passed out on Giles. <laughs> Face right into his tweed chest. Yep. In fact, even if I didn't pass out, I would have acted like a pass out just so I could bury my face <laughs> in his tweed get, chest. Get hugged. <laughs> <laughs> and then I have to act like I'm passed out, but I'm just oh, taking wow. it. wow. I'm a little, you know, this, this obsession what? that you've got with Giles. Is, oh, is it overboard? It's getting a little overboard, Pat. Yeah. Oh, okay. I think I you're, the line. you're, yeah. I just want to hug. <laughs> I just you're verging hug. on, on I just want to hug from Giles, okay? obsessive. Uh, all right. I'll back <laughs> just out. Just want to feel that scratchy tweed against your just face. Just want to know what it your smells cheek. and feels like. <laughs> I'm just messing around. You know, so big Buffy, fan. Big fan. Big fan. <laughs> Buffy throws the syringe at Giles and misses because she's off her game. Yeah. And she calls him a bastard. Giles says that he wanted to tell her, but he was forbidden to do so by the Watcher's Council. He says, my role in this was very specific. I was to administer the injections and to direct you to the old boarding house on Prescott Lane. Buffy is hurt by his betrayal. And she's like holding her head and crying. And she's like, who are you? How could you do this to me? He tries to plead with her, but she tells him that if he touches her, she'll kill him. And um, he tries to tweed with her. Sorry. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> Giles explains that the test is now invalid because he told her about it. So so she's safe now, basically. Um, he promises that he will deal with Kralik and do whatever he has to do to earn back her trust. Cordelia chooses this moment to walk in looking for books on Bosnia. And Buffy asks Cordy to drive her home. And she agrees. And then at the summer's residence, Joyce is paying bills and she hears a noise. She opens the front door and she sees a figure lying on the ground wrapped in the red coat that Buffy was wearing when she was attacked by Kralik. Oh, must be Buffy. Joyce touches the figure and is like, Buffy? And the figure Hi, turns over and it's Kralik. And he yeah. says, <laughs> he says, yeah. mother. No. <laughs> he says, adding mother. Mother. Don't you tell me something, ma, something. Ma. Uh. You're just talking over me, so I can't say it. Oh, 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 it's a pregnant pause that you're doing right now. I was I waiting for you to finished. be quiet. I was waiting for you to be quiet so that I could say what Kralik said. <laughs> okay. Sorry, Kralik. Uh, <clears throat> I'll be Thank out of your you. way in a minute here. Thank I'm just, you. I'm new in town. I, I'm just a new reporter. I'm just trying to get, you know. Get my feet on the ground like a real gumshoe. And I was just going to ask some questions from neighbors around here. Just thought that is kind of a creepy neighborhood. But anyways, you, you, you continue. It looks like you're in the middle of something with uh, uh, Miss Summers here. Go ahead. Sorry. Mother. <laughs> he says. <laughs> and he smiles sinisterly. So many sinister smiles in this episode. <laughs> Right. Buffy arrives home, angrily throws her dad's flowers in the trash. She doesn't need those anymore. And nah. she finds the front door open with a Polaroid of her mom being choked by Kralik taped to the door frame. Yikes. Polaroids. They yeah. can be either scary or tons of fun. Yeah. Yeah. It's like either or. There's no in between. It's either really. or. There's no in between. It's either you know? very sinister and scary and uh, menacing or yep. it's like a great time. Look at us. We're just at the bowling alley and we got this yeah. fun Polaroid in front of the disco ball because it's disco night. Yeah, of course. Right. Do you yeah, ever? So <laughs> <laughs> he almost came so out. <laughs> Buffy gathers up a bag of supplies. Um, 
that she can barely carry, and she heads out. In the boarding house, Kralik has Joyce tied up and gagged as he's taking more Polaroids. Polaroids? I hate when you get a case of Polaroids. <laughs> Boy, those Don't things hurt. Polaroid rage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you take too much of the medicine that cures your Polaroids. Boiling. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yikes. What? Uh, uh, <laughs> no, just feel like that's what it's like. I don't know what your like affliction. You I don't know what your version of Polaroids are in your head. But <laughs> You're I just saying Polaroid. Roy, Roy, Roy. All these oi, oi, oi. I was trying to say what you so said. Like, boy, oi, oi. Anyway, Anywho. he's telling, taking Polaroids of her. <laughs> Thank goodness I said it right that time. I know. And he tells her about his own mother, Woes. He says, my own mother was a person with no self-respect of her own. So she tried to take mine. Ten years ago, she had the scissors. Oh, ten years old, she had the scissors. You wouldn't believe what she took with those. I can't do a good Kralik, you know? Just not just not feeling it. No. Anyway, he mm, says... I, I could give it a shot, you know, if you want me to take over as Kralik. I, I oh, think, yeah. I feel like wanna... I... Yeah, you want to send me the lines? Let's see if I can dial in the crazy. Yeah, here you go. Okay. This dial sounds, in the crazy. I feel, I feel like, like I, I should be able to because... I know. This seems you know, up your alley. <laughs> seems right up my alley. <laughs> My own mother was a person with no self-respect of her own. So she tried to take mine. Ten years old, she had the scissors. You wouldn't believe what she took with those. But she's dead to me now. Mostly (laughs) because I killed and ate her. But also, I know I won't be alone much longer. I'll have your daughter. I won't kill her. I'll just make her like me. Different. She'll go to sleep, and when she wakes up, your face will be the first thing she eats. I have a problem with mothers. I'm aware of that. <laughs> That's pretty good. Thank you. I'll take a bow. I'll take a yeah. podcast hey, bow for that performance. Do. Please that do. That was a real great Kralik. Yeah. I must say Thank so you. myself. Thank you for stepping in. You're welcome. Like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, uh, you know, if this guy wasn't so crazy, I'd probably have a good chat with him about bad mothers. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be like, you know, that reminds me. And you just start talking. He's yeah. like, wait, no, I'm nuts. And you're like, no, I get it. But <laughs> yeah, let's but li- listen here, okay? <laughs> yeah, this guy takes it to the extreme, okay? Sure. I'm glad I've had a lot of therapy and yeah. didn't wind up being a mom-hating vampire in a straitjacket, okay? It's helpful. Therapy works. I'm glad you're not that either. Because yeah. that would be hard to podcast with. It would. Yeah. As hard as <laughs> you are to podcast pants. with. <laughs> that would be much more difficult. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. Uh, okay. Buffy sneaky sneaks into the boarding house, leaving a stake in the door. So I guess she can get out. I don't really know what that was for. Because she was able to get in just fine. So I'm not really mm. sure why the stake is there. Hmm. But. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever. She walks through the dark building and sets down her bag of tricks on a busted couch, keeping her crossbow raised. There Blair removes the stake from the door, and the and the door shuts um, behind her. Uh oh. 
in the library, Giles yells at Quentin about how gloriously he's effed up this experiment. And Quentin's all like, whatever, man, I'm just going to have some tea while I scold you about for disobeying the council and nonchalantly tell you that the test is still on because Buffy's at the boarding house. So basically, whatever, dude, whatever, drinking my tea. Giles grabs his his keys and Quentin tries to stop him saying, we've no business. But Giles says, this is not business. And he storms out in a huff. As Quentin stays behind and sips on his tea. Oh, wait a minute. I think we missed a part. What? We missed the part where Giles is walking through the house earlier, and this is when he gets the blood on his hands and stuff. Is that no, when he... No, I talked oh. about that. Yeah, yeah, I know, but we missed a, a beat in it. It's what? when he, he, he rips off a banister column. No, I said that. Oh. Continue on, Sammy Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so then Buffy, we go back to the boarding house and Buffy is slowly making her way through it, trying some doors, but she doesn't have her strength to open locked ones, so she's got to pass over them. She comes upon Blair and tries to shoot the crossbow at him, but it misses and he knocks it out of her hands. He starts choking her. She stomps his foot, freeing herself, runs for her bag. He grabs at her. She knocks a bookcase over on him. Um... And then goes back to her bag, but he grabs at her foot and then she wails on him with a fire with, I think, fireplace tongs until he finally lets go. She Mm. grabs her bag and she runs off. So it's kind of interesting because like we're seeing all the ways like as this is playing out, not to say that I would be as like calm and collected as Buffy would be in this scene. But I was like, oh, yeah, these are probably things that I would do given that I don't have Slayer strength. Like right. these are defense mechanisms yeah. that I would use, you know, right. stomping on the foot, throwing, you know, a bookcase over on him if I even right. have the strength to do that. So, Well, you know what she's doing? She's fighting smarter, not harder. Right. Right. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. Because fighting harder is not really going to help her in this nope. case. So uh, Kralik is taunting Buffy. He's like hiding and he's saying, Hide and seek. Hide and seek. Hide and seek. (laughs) Then he jumps out of the closet. I know. Grabs her by the neck and he says, Why did you come to the dark of the woods? He opens her back. He has kind of a cool voice. Yeah, he does. You can do it much better than me. It's not quite Mount Santa, but it's it's headed towards that valley. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. It's got a thickness to it. Yeah, it's kind of like this. It's like Buffalo Bill. Like yeah, that. it's a yeah. little like Buffalo Bill. Kind of yeah, like that. ah. that's a good way of putting it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then he opens her bag, and we see all her weapons, and he says, "To bring all these sweets to grandmother's house." <laughs> to grandmother's house. <laughs> she makes cookies, and we eat the cookies. Yeah. Uh, so that's another fairy tale reference. And oh, yeah, then, gingerbread. No. No. It's Little Red Riding Hood. Yeah, I know bring all these sweets to grandmother's house <laughs> uh he uh da, da, da. so then he goes in to bite buffy's throat but she thrusts a wooden cross between them he jumps back but then he takes her hand oh and he yeah presses the cross into his stomach and he's like oh yeah. he moans in pleasure he's like oh yeah and oh, i'm like this guy is yeah sick. so my my note said this guy is something else <laughs> he is something else that's for sure unclassified this guy no. is different 
So then Buffy is like, okay, I'm out of here. She runs for it, closing a door behind her. And then she finds herself in the same room as the dead, bloody body of Hobson. Hobson. Uh, she listens at the door and hears silence. So she ventures back out into the hallway, runs up the stairs, but Kralik catches her by the leg and they tussle. And then she grabs a stair support to use as a stake, just like Giles there did earlier. There we go. Yeah. And she tries to stab him, but he keep, but like, kind of like keeps missing um but she gets free runs up the stairs um moving down another hallway until she finds an open door and goes into that room it's pitch black and when she Full turns on the light blackout that was yeah. a great great moment because it yeah. goes full horror movie here it goes click and it's yeah. black and it's silent yeah and then she clicks on a single light bulb blink and, and of course, it's one of the string light bulbs. Oh, that's it's got to like be a string light bulb. in the middle of Single the, the light room. bulb hanging. <gasps> oh, that's fantastic. That's definitely classic horror film. Classic. You're totally right. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. And then she turns on the light. And what does she see, Pat? Polaroids everywhere. everywhere. Every wall. All four walls around her. Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. glad you said that because maybe yeah. I would have said it wrong again. Polaroid. Polaroids. <laughs> Polaroid. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Yeah. It's covered in in the photos of her mom, various poses of her like mom tied up, and then Kray like that, busts a, through the wall. Sorry, what? that's a lot of Polaroids. A lot <laughs> that of would Polaroids. cost a lot of money in 1999. Yeah, to get where's that he many getting Polaroids? all this money? Where's he getting these Polaroids? I What's mean, he got? Probably just sweet, broke sweet Kraylik money that he's sitting on. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. He, he probably, probably just, just killed enough people. Yeah. Took their money. Or broke into a store and killed everybody in the store. Yeah. I don't know. I guess there's ways to make money as a... Who knows? I don't think he was worried about making money. I think he was just... Stealing. Getting his stuff. Getting his stealing Five-finger discount. Yeah. All right. So Kralik busts through the wall and Buffy heads back onto the hallway, but he meets her there. He moves to bite her again but he promises not to take it all. And then he's overcome with pain, kind of yes. like pulling at his head because he right. needs his pills. Now, this is like the guy from the uh, puppet episode. Remember that? He's like, yeah. oh, my head. He had like pain in his head. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I was like, why is his head hurt? Like, does he just have really bad migraines? I don't or know. What What's the deal here? He's got something, something going on that he so, needs pills for. Well, he's it's got like a it's lot debilitating. Of going on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but it's debilitating pain. for him. Right, he can't so operate. He like, um, yeah. So he he like he kind of like rummages through his pocket. He pulls out a bottle of pills, um, and then Buffy grabs it and Snatch. runs. She dives into a laundry chute. <laughs> he tries to go after her, but he's too big. Too big, so, this guy. Yeah, it doesn't fit in the laundry chute. Nope. <laughs> uh, Buffy crashes into the basement where her mom is, and she starts to untie her. And then the camera cuts to Kralik busting down the door to the basement and kind of like stumbling down the stairs. And yeah. he's like, where are they? Sugar, he- sugar. It reminds me of the guy from Men in Black. <laughs> oh, yeah. Vincent D'Onofrio. <laughs> yes. Sugar, sugar water. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Well, right now he's looking for his pills, but then he grabs right. the pills. And then 
Uh, he is like stumbling around a little bit more, and that's when he's looking for the water. He finds a glass of water. <laughs> it's got a stick duct tape to it. He's like, <laughs> pokes him in the eye. Yeah, yeah. So he swallows the pills, gulps down the water, starts talk, uh, stalking towards Buffy. He's like smiling sinisterly again. Right. Then he realizes that something is very wrong, and he says, hmm. "Oh my, what have you?" Buffy holds up an empty bottle of holy water. Oh, oh snap! Man! <laughs> and Kralik begins to like shake and his clothes start smoking. <laughs> no, no! Yeah. And Buffy says, if I was at full Slayer power, I'd be punning, punning right, right about now. now. <laughs> oh! That was Kralik great. Kralik screams and then he crumbles into ashes. So this whole episode, I was like excited because I couldn't wait till Buffy got her powers back and then like dusted this fool and like punned. Yeah. But I kind of love this turn. Yeah. I like how they didn't go to that well because they've already done that a couple times where like Buffy's in peril. Then she gets whatever back, you know, she does something cool, goes full Jedi and then puns and then beats the guy, whatever. Mm -hmm. But this was something different. This was her using her brain. And she put the pills in the holy water and then, yeah. Well, she put, so he took the (laughs) pills on his own, but then, yeah, she just poured the holy water into a glass knowing that he he had to take that water. Okay, that's what he did. If only he could take his pills without water, he would have been fine. Right. He could have done a dry swallow, but uh, when you yell like this guy yells, mouth's always dry. That's true. You always got cotton mouth. There's no way you can uh, swallow pills like that, you know? No. Plus, they Possible. were pretty big, big size pills. I feel like horse when they tranquilizer them. pills. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's probably what it was too. <clears throat> yeah, so it's interesting because you know, like this test obviously was inhumane, crazy, but Quentin was like, she'll be stronger for it at the end of it, and like you know, like you're saying, Kinda she right. had to use her head. You know, yeah. she had to use a different Slayer skill. Right. Um. But it was a risk so, of her life. I don't know if yes. it's fully worth and, the test. And the fact that her mom was put at risk. So, yeah. so it's like on yeah. one hand, you you win the test, you learn a lesson. Uh, but at you what live. cost? At what cost? Right. But what if you just die? Right. And then what's the guy's Guess name? Guess you failed the test, Quentin. Tweed number two. What's his name? Tomblin. What's his Quen- name? Quentin. Quentin. <laughs> I was way off. Tomblin. Like Quentin Tarantino? <laughs> right, Quentin. All right. So, hey, Quentin. What if Buffy died? How awkward would that have been? Yeah, he'd have been like, well. He'd have been like, all right, uh, I think, um, I believe Chili's has a buy one, get one free appetizer from 3 to 5 p.m. Maybe we should head over there, you know, call it a day. And then Giles is like, England. You made me poison my Slayer, and then she died, and now we are on a hellmouth with no Slayer. And he's just like, Oh, still have faith when right. she comes back from her walkabout. Right. Faith is on her way back, and perhaps we can hit Chili's for the buy one, get one free appetizer, yes? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> it would have been awkward. That's all I'm trying to say. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Buffy struggles to free her mom <laughs> as Giles falls into the room with Blair, whom he stakes against a bookshelf. Right. And then... In the library, Quentin congratulates Buffy on passing this oh, test. Oh, yay. Great job. Yeah, but Buffy is not at all pleased. Okay, no, we're going to do some be lines either. here. I'd be like, hey, buddy, 
It's not like I haven't proved myself as a Slayer already. You got to put me through a little test where you almost kill me. Yeah. All right. Why don't you head over to Chili's? Okay. You get and yourself. Choke on your free appetizer. You get yourself that Tostitos con queso. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's a great appetizer, by the way. Okay. And you shut your mouth. And I go full on Alicia. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'd say. All right. Uh, all right. So we're going to do some lines. I'm going to be Quentin. You're going to yeah. be Buffy and Giles. Got it. Okay. Mm-hmm. You exhibited extraordinary courage and clear-headedness in battle. The council is very pleased. Do I get a gold star? I understand that you're upset. You understand nothing. You set that monster loose and he came after my mother. Wow, your Buffy is straight on Alusia. What? All right, let me take it again. Good good note. <laughs> let me take that line again. Okay. <laughs> I was just giving it like passion. I mean, it does know? say with controlled fury, which is basically what Alusia right, is yeah, all the time. <laughs> I took the parenthetical and I made it my own, you know? But hold on. It's let me, fine. No, that's okay. It's a good direction. It's a good direction. A little too on Lucia. All right. Let me back up. All right. And say say action when you're ready for this. Action. You understand nothing. You set that monster loose and he came after my mother. Okay. Better Buffy <laughs> okay. or no. you like the Ana Lucia better? <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Well. Anyway. Anyways. You think the test was unfair? I think you better leave town before I get my strength back. We're not in the business of fair, Miss Summers. We're fighting a war. You're waging a war. She's fighting it. There's a difference. Mr. Giles, if you don't mind. The test is done. We're finished. Not quite. She passed. You didn't. The Slayer is not the only one who must perform in this situation. I've recommended to the council, and they've agreed, that you be relieved of your duties as Watcher immediately. You're fired. On what grounds? Your affection for your charge has rendered you incapable of clear and impartial judgment. You have a father's love for the child, and that is useless to the cause. It would be best if you had no further contact with the Slayer. I'm not going anywhere. No, well, I didn't expect you would adhere to that. However, if you interfere with the new Watcher or countermind his authority in any way, you will be dealt with. Are we clear? Oh, we're very clear. Congratulations again. Bite me. <laughs> yes, well, yeah. colorful girl. <laughs> wow. Wow. So Quentin leaves and Buffy moves to clean the wounds on her face. She's got like a little washcloth with water. But Giles silently moves over to her and kind of takes it and does it for her. Just <sighs> like any good dad would. Questions. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's get into it for a second here. Or do you want to wait until the end? Because we only have a tiny bit left. All right. Let's 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 power through to the end. Okay. And then yep. I got questions. All right. So we cut to the next day at the Summers house. The gang is making PB&Js. Mm. And Willow is spazzing out in total disbelief <laughs> that Giles was fired. But Buffy assures her that he isn't going anywhere because he's still Sunnydale High's librarian. Buffy grabs for a jar of peanut butter, but she can't open it. And Xander says... Give you a hand with that, little lady. Very Sawyer uh, of him. Oh, little lady. Like <laughs> but that. he struggles with it too. Oh, and yeah. then, and then it, as it go, cuts to the credits, he, he says in voiceover, uh, little help, Will. <laughs> he asks Willow for help. <laughs> Willow. <laughs> Willow will get it open for him. Yeah, not Oz. <laughs> That's funny. So, so what's your move when you go to, uh, uh, you know, take a, take a jar that you can't 
get open? What's your move? Um, we actually have one of these things. I don't know what it's made out of, but it's some, it's some kind of like rubber sort of thing yeah. that like helps you open jars. And most of the time. Rubber what? gripper? Yeah, like a gripper. Yeah. And yeah, most yeah. of the time I can get them open with that. If not, then I, then I go to Dave. I haven't, I yeah. don't care. I don't have any ego around right. that. I'm going to give stronger you, than me. I'm going to give you a little trick that I do. Okay. Okay. All right. And Amy brought this up as we were watching the end of this episode. She's like, you got to do your Hulk out move. Okay. Okay. So. This is the Hulk out move, all right? Mm-hmm. So you come across a jar of jelly you can't open, right? You're like, sure. this is impossible, right? Not impossible, all right? This is what you do, and you don't need any tools to do it. No rubber mats. You're going to mansplain okay? this to me? I'm going to mansplain it to you because... <laughs> okay. <laughs> so this is what you do. You get you get real tense, right? Just kind of like how I, how I went uh, like full... Like Ana Lucia? Yeah, full Ana Lucia or okay. full... What's the crazy vamp's name? Kralik. Kralik. You go full Kralik, right? You get you get the crazy in your head, right? And, you know, you, you pull from the well of your emotions. This is like yeah. an acting class, right? The blood well. You pull from the blood well of your emotions, right? And you go to a dark place for like mm, five seconds, right? It doesn't take long. And then you breathe like this. You go... <sighs> And you pump yourself up like that and you get your arms going you start squeezing your hands right and yeah. you hulk up you fully hulk up and then just when you're hitting a fever pitch of adrenaline you yeah. grab a hold of that thing and it pops open every time wow so you basically fight or flight it you fight or flight it yeah exactly you activate your fight or flight you do yeah you go full hulk out adrenaline because if you just if you try to rely on just strength, it's not gonna get it done. You gotta go to the emotions. The emotions will get it done. Just like the mom's strength. I was just gonna say, yeah, that sounds like mom's strength. Right. Mom's strength when they can lift a car to get, you know, their kids Yeah, it's it's fueled by emotion, not strength. Fueled by emotion, not strength. Wow. So you got you got you gotta dig into the well of your emotions. Think of something you know, from your past, which I got a lot of things it's I can dig and up. Painful. Yeah, you dig from that pain. You just yeah. bring it up, take yeah. it off the shelf, unjar that emotion, Sammy Joe, and then unjar the jar. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a little tip for you. Free podcast, everybody. Donate. I have a donate to mothers. our little tip. I'm aware uh, of that. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Thanks yeah. for that, Pat. Yeah, you're welcome. Like if to see it works a demonstration for you, someday. Right in if that uh, works for you. Yeah. It's only embarrassing if I can't open a jar, you know, after doing (laughs) that. When I I hulk out and I still can't get it open, then it's really embarrassing. Um, Other thoughts. Okay, so the whole Giles getting fired thing, that was a big turn, right? Yeah, didn't expect that, I bet. Didn't expect that. But also, is Giles getting a salary from this council? We don't know. We don't know. We haven't gotten to the bottom of this. Yeah. So if you fire me and I'm not making any money, uh, okay, I'm still going to watch Buffy. Yeah. Right? Okay. Well, what are you going to do? You're going to fly across the pond and check up on me? Well, like he, like, um, I almost said Kralik, <laughs> like Quentin <laughs> says. Yeah. They're basically the same, okay, with how terrible they are. Uh-huh. Um, like Quentin says, you know, he's he's like whatever you can stay here i realize there's not a whole lot i can do about that but if you interfere with the new watcher in any way you're out of here out of here meaning what like they'll i don't know they'll They'll come and retrieve him okay yeah so well i don't know i don't know whatever 
whatever, Mr. Uh, Quentin. That's all I got to say about him. Okay. You know what would be awkward, though? If they replaced Giles with an even better Giles, like a better, <laughs> like a Giles 2.0. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I'm not going to stand. Hello, who is this guy? And he's like a more cut Giles. Like he's, he's like a shaped like a triangle. Like he looks like <laughs> Dwayne the Rock Johnson. And he's like double as uh, charming and even funnier. Mm-hmm. And he gives her money because, you know, I don't know. I'm just trying to think of something Gives that makes him cool. Gives her allowance for being a slayer. Yeah. He'd be like, uh, and, and oh, I don't know what. Oh, you killed three what... vampires today and at $10 yeah. a vampire, and here's $30. And she's like, $30. wait, I get paid? And uh, she Bye, like looks Giles. at Giles <laughs> and he's like, what, your previous watcher never paid you? And he sounds like Monty, Monty Python. And he gives, him, gives, him little, gives her little chocolates. Right. Little truffles. Right. Yeah. I brought you cho- chocolates today. <laughs> and she's like, What? Yeah, and also, uh, uh, do you like truffles and hot chocolate? And he just keeps bringing more candy <laughs> treats and peppermint but he's also ripped. and caramel. And I'm ripped. <laughs> I don't know if you noticed, but I wore my my uh, my tank top today. I hope it's not too much for you, but check this out. Uh, uh, yeah, is the candy store over here or over there? And he's flexing as he's pointing. <laughs> well, and you she's can make like, a prediction ah. about that. Buffy's just drooling. <laughs> ah. <laughs> and then Angel's got to deal with that jealousy. Right. Oh, man. That would be the perfect thing for this show. That's well, exactly what it needs. you can make a prediction about that. It's not going to happen, Sammy Joe. <laughs> <laughs> you never it's know. It's too out there. It's too Stranger out there. Stranger things. Yeah. Like the show. Yeah. All right. What do All you right. got? Trivia. For trivia, <clears throat> the original... So when this idea was originally presented... By the by, writer David Fury, he um he wanted the drug that Giles gives Buffy to um make her hallucinate. So she was going to the idea was that she would hallucinate that her mother and friends had turned into vampires. Um, but since the wish had just happened, um, uh-huh. which was the episode where they were at, Cordelia makes the wish, they get thrown into this alternate universe. Yeah. Xander and and Willow were vampires. Um, they just kind of felt like it was too, like, too close to the same storyline. Yeah, I would have um, called that out. I would have been like, mm, they already did this. Yeah, exactly. So they changed it to, um, to, to this idea instead. Okay. <clears throat> Which they is- just stole from uh, Superman 2, by the way. Oh, well, that's probably why they made reference to it. Yeah. Well, no, Superman 2. When did Superman 2 come out? In the like, 70s or oh. early 80s. Okay, yeah, so they probably... Yeah. I'm sure that's why they made reference to it. Yeah. You yeah. Know? Because that's they're not, that's about actually the not in my trivia, but I feel well, like. Well, there it you go. Been. Punched it there up for go. you. Thank you. Yeah. Welcome. Buffy is disappointed by both of her father figures in this episode. Mm, womp womp. Womp womp. Her real, her real father does not follow through on their tradition of attending the ice show, and Giles betrays her trust. And also won't take her to the ice show. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Giles. And now he's fired. <clears throat> Jeff Kober, who plays Kralik, previously played a vampire on the short-lived TV show Kindred the Embraced. Mm, that sounds like a canceled TV show. Yeah, short-lived. <laughs> short-lived. I, AKA canceled. <laughs> Very canceled. <laughs> David Fury named the vampire Zachary Kralik after his nephew who was then four years old, according to DVD commentary. Hmm. 
So I was okay. like, oh, I don't know. If I, I don't know yeah. if I would want that to be my legacy. Right. He's <laughs> like, he always comes over and just takes everything out of my fridge. It drives me nuts. Where's my pills? And then he's like, I got an idea for a script. <laughs> Stupid Zachary. <laughs> Zachary. Um, <clears throat> David Fury also. Makes him furious. <laughs> so he also created the character Quentin Travers. Um, and he says that he wanted a very British name. So he combined the names of Quentin Crisp, who is a British actor. Mm. and Also P- sounds like a... Um, uh brand of potato <laughs> chips no yeah that too i was gonna say like a like a cartoon mascot for cookie crisp oh yeah my name is quentin crisp they all sound like monty python today i don't know why my my accent game is off today that's fine i'm, yeah. I'm down with monty python i know um yeah so quentin crisp was an actor uh and a british actor and he so he combined quentin crisp and pl travers who is the author of mary poppins mary poppins. to get quentin travers the red cloak or the red cloak uh hooded coat that buffy is wearing is a reference to little red riding hood which kralik also references when he says why did you come to the dark of the woods to bring all these sweets to grandma's house Ah, fairy tales. Mm, fairy tales. And they're tales. all true. All of them. Every single one. And Oz is the werewolf. Yes. Little Red Riding Hood werewolf. But in this case, it was Kralik. Right. And also the two creepy creep <laughs> men who were yeah. trying to get Buffy to give them a lap dance. Wait, what about them? Well, they would also be considered wolves. Oh, yeah, I guess, guess so. Cat calls. Preying on women who are alone and helpless. Right. Wolf. Yeah. It's an allegory, Pat. Yeah, I know. I, know. I, I, I talk about allegory all the time. I know. In fact, allegory is one of my, one of the best th- uh, things in, in uh, most of the, the books and stuff that I read. What yep. about you? Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> What's next? Let's talk about Lost. Let's get into Lost. (laughs) This is Lost Season 2, Episode 18. This one is titled Dave. Like your boo. Like my boo. Dave. Yeah, so the title of this episode is going to be Helpless Dave. Dave. (laughs) Helpless Dave. (laughs) <laughs> oh, womp, womp. <laughs> womp, womp. Dave, why don't you help yourself, pal? Okay. <laughs> Original air date, April 5th, 2006. <laughs> written by Edward Kitsis and Adam Horowitz. Directed by Jack Bender. Prediction, Sammy Joe. What doth you predict on the island? Well, uh, backstory I predicted would be fake Henry Gales. So the guy they have captured. Henry. Fenry, Fenry fail. Fenry fail. Um, I also said we're finally going to learn who, quote, Henry Gale is. I don't think that they're going to let this slide for another episode or two because there's nothing else happening on the island. Mm-hmm. I also said that Son's baby is not Jin's. I kind of doubled down on that prediction. Okay. Because we sort of talked about it a little bit. I wanted to like talk it out. But then I was like, you know what? I'm going to stick with it. Yeah. Also, in episode 39... When Hurley said that he was like, oh, do I know you from somewhere? You look familiar. 
I said, I bet you Hurley met Libby before at the mental hospital. I know. And uh, we'll get into that later. Yeah. yeah, you tried to dissuade me from that. You tried to throw Did me I? off the, the scent. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Doesn't sound like me. I don't think I'd do such a thing. I don't know if you were doing it intentionally, but... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds more like you. All right. All Good right, predictions. So let's, let's talk about this this crazy yeah. episode. This crazy episode starts. Cra- oh, my God. Crazies. Crazies. Oh, yeah. Crossover crossover mental wow, illness so many so many crossovers <laughs> the episode starts with libby and hurley power walking on the beach together hurley has a hard time catching up and hurley confides in libby saying that it's not his metabolism that's slowing him down that keeps his weight on it's that mm. he's sick cut yeah, to he's hurley got an addiction he's got an addiction cut to hurley and libby at hurley's honey hole of hatch food uh he's looks like he he kind of like covered up all this like food from the hatch stash stash in hatch like stash a, yeah in like a tree it was like a tree hole you know it almost <laughs> looked like one of those like cheap like uh what do they call them like it almost like a wicker it almost wicker? it looked like one of those cheap wicker like um bookcases bookshelves. oh yeah hmm I was yeah. like, I was like, what? He built this himself? No, that's where they grow. The <laughs> they <just laughs> wicker grow there, bookcases. You pluck them. <laughs> yeah, you pluck them and you sell them. That's how they're made. Wow. Yeah, you probably didn't know that, huh? No, I you, didn't. You learn that's, a lot on this new. podcast. Wow, thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Anyways, <laughs> cut to Hurley and Libby at the Honey Hole. Hurley confesses and explains that he was supposed to give all this food away, but he kept a bunch for himself, and it has oh, been weighing on Hurley. him and his emotions. Yeah, weighing yeah. on him physically, too, because Oh, that's true. It. Yeah, good call. Libby then decrees, you want to change? Then change. And they start wildly dumping the food out in the jungle. Including the ranch dressing. The right. Oh, I was like, not the ranch dressing. <laughs> that's what I said, all caps. <laughs> yeah, ranch God. dressing, crackers. Also, why would you get rid of it? Put it back in the hatch? I know. Give it to you people. Dave that. was very upset. Dave was yelling at the screen about I know. This. I was, like, I was feeling it, too. I was like, don't was like, do people it. People need this food. I know you got issues, Hurley, but there's other ways that uh you can use this to survive i mean granted throwing things feels great sometimes yeah but not food when you're on an abandoned island exactly yeah okay Okay. great i'm glad we agree on that but then it was like it was almost like they were going in like slow motion or something like i started to be like is this a dream sequence like is that's this really what happening? i started to feel too because there was like very cutty they were cutting yeah. back and forth and it went on a little too long yeah and like the the camera shot was weird too yeah like there was felt, something about like the camera dream. shot like it was too close to hurley or something yeah. or the lens was too wide there was something up with the scene yeah that it didn't quite seem real i agree with that it seemed weird so yeah so anyways they throw the food everywhere and then they sort of get close and they embrace and the music kind of turns warm and loving and the camera kind of kind of moves in a little closer on their faces they're starting to get warm and embracing mm, each other they're going and in then for a kissy kiss right real buzzkill Jin and son come careening around the corner from the jungle and libby and hurley investigate the commotion and then they see that 
there's been a Dharma Initiative food drop on the island. And a bunch of survivors talk about the sudden food drop. Charlie says, Locke said some kind of blastoise trapped him in the hatch. Maybe it was because of this, so no one would see who dropped it. Any of you guys see a plane last night? And then Sawyer, you know, he's a real smartass. He says, yeah, I saw a tattoo. I just decided not to tell. (laughs) (laughs) And they argue about, uh, you know, what they should do with the food, who should be in charge. Charlie says, shouldn't we let someone a little more trustworthy take care of this? And Sawyer says, like you, baby napper. (laughs) And Charlie (laughs) says, no, like Hurley. Why not Hurley? He's done it before. He can do it again. And then Hurley begins to see a bald man in a bathroom. Surprise, bald man. (laughs) Surprise, bald man. (laughs) So I wrote, surprise, bald man. Is that Dave? (laughs) Yeah, is that Dave? Uh, He's uh, he's in a bathrobe off in the distance. He's kind of smirking at Hurley. Yeah. Yeah. He smiles. And then uh, Hurley gives chase to this bald man and trips and falls on the ground. Hurley, so before that happens, though... Hurley is like, no. Yeah, <laughs> he, like, he puts freaks his foot out. He down. Doesn't, he doesn't want the job. Yeah. Um, and I was like, what? G- give the job to Sun. She manages right. the garden. Like, she's trustworthy as hell. Yeah, and she's got all the veggies that she's growing. That goes great with ranch dressing. Yes. Yes. I know. Yeah. Agree. So then then Hurley sees Surprise Bald Man. And yeah, runs you and him. I, if we were on the island, would be in charge of supply. Mm. I think. Well, I'd probably eat a lot of it, though. I'd probably, too. Let me there, revise if there was the popcorn, statement. Can't, okay. can't give yeah. that to me. Yeah, we can't be in charge of this. <laughs> this is the worst idea ever. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like we'd be okay. You'd be, be in like, charge you know of what? crystals. Listen, You'd listen. be in charge of crystal talks. Listen, maybe, <laughs> maybe we skim a little bit off the top, okay? But yeah. that's just our payment for, that's just, for handling that's, this. That's our VIG. That's our VIG for, for yeah, doing you, the kind maybe, of business that you know, we do. Maybe I take a... Two candy bars, I give everybody else one candy bar. Really? Everybody else shares one candy bar and you get two. No, no, no. I mean like everybody gets their own candy bar. But oh, then okay. I take, you All know, right. then maybe I take two. How many I candy bars do you think we got on this I don't island? know. I'm just saying like that's, right. you know, it's just like, just like, yeah, you know, divvy. tax. Just a little management <laughs> tax. tax. Okay. okay. All right. Well, what would my but job I'm, be? But I'm not going to have, I'm not going to have a whole honey, honey pot hole. What do you call honey it? Hole. Honey hole. Honey hole. It's a real honey hole. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to have a wicker cabinet filled with food. Right. One that grows out of the ground. Right. Right. Okay. What would my job be on the island? What would I be good at? I like to see your mind work around what I'm actually good at. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if there's no video production equipment... There's no video studios around. What not are you in charge calm. of? <laughs> what does that mean? I can keep people calm. Hey, you know what? What? You'd be a great uh, <laughs> daycare. You can't even. What? <laughs> I'm going to take... There's not even kids on the island. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so I just run a daycare with with no attendees. <laughs> with <laughs> I would be the the coolest guy on the island. Hey, uh, hey, you, you have any Claire's, kids I can watch? Claire's They're like, baby. no, we didn't have any kids. There's baby uh, the, Claire's watching the yeah, baby. She's not going to um, give them up for adoption. We're playing hopscotch today. Today's hopscotch it's hopscotch day. <laughs> it's hopscotch day, everybody. No, I'm not going to be a daycare runner. Come on, <laughs> my goodness. Uh, that was like a terrible you... question to ask you. 
<laughs> Never mind. I We're moving like forward. I feel like you'd be good at. Uh, no, I think you'd be good at managing supplies. You'd be good at watching <laughs> watching Boring. the 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 movie. Uh, oh, that, okay. There we go. Hatch projectionist. The movie. You'd you'd probably be good at, at like technical stuff along oh, with Saeed. No, Saeed and I would team up and Hell with yeah. AV. I couldn't yeah, with do that AV stuff. AV electrical engineer. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I couldn't we would do, do that stuff. Yeah, I could. I could yeah. solder. I'd basically be Ana Lucia, but without any actual discernible Oh, I skills. could also play poker. I could be like a poker dealer. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's lots of jobs I could do. Yeah, okay. definitely. Okay. Take care. Get out of here. <laughs> My good. All right. So then uh, Hurley begins to see this bald man, and he runs after him. He trips, and he falls on the ground of the jungle, and then there's a slipper in front of his face, and Hurley picks it up, and he says, uh-oh. Uh-oh. And then, it's an actual shoe. It's corporeal. It's corporeal. It's really. And then he, he picks it up and he looks at it and he says, uh-oh. And then he sniffs it and he's like, yeah. <laughs> Why would you sniff it, Hurley? Come on. <laughs> Don't sniff it, Hurley. No, no he doesn't do can, that. If you can pick it up, <laughs> yeah. you ever run after a bald man in the jungle and he loses his, his shoe, his slipper, and you pick <laughs> it up and you take a little sniff and then... Smells really good, so you decide to keep it, and you go to bed at night, and you cuddle with the shoe, and you take a little whiff every now and then, and then in the morning, you you like to sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> you you were doing so good there in the beginning, I and you know, lost the and track, then I, and then I just you lost track. I, I was I was really I proud of you. <laughs> I was like a proud parent there for a second. I was like, she's got just, it. She's the got pressure, the thread. The she's going with it. Built she's up. going, and then and then you and then you just started to to spool out. That's okay. Uh, the pressure just it. built up. I looked at you. I saw your face, and <laughs> you I saw just me lost nodding it. along. And you're like, oh, yeah, I'm doing it. Like, I'm doing it. Oh no! I'm like, you're doing it, Peter. You're, you're doing really it. You're doing it. <laughs> just like a <an> hook. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Ugh. Yeah, you'll get there. You get. You just keep practicing the mountain, Santa. Thanks. You, you get Thanks. it. Thanks. Yeah. It's all right. All right. So, uh, lost title, and then Hurley twirls the slipper in his hand on the beach, and Libby approaches, and she asks who he was looking for and Hurley's not responding. He said, he's like, no one don't want to talk about it. And then Libby talks about how weird it is that as soon as Hurley dumps the food out, the Island sends more. Isn't that crazy? Hurley? That's crazy. Hurley. That's nuts. Hmm. Anyways, but Hurley did not want to hear it. Flashback to Hurley with a therapist who asks about his diet and also his visit with his mom, who we find out. And the first thing that we see in the flashback is a close-up of a photo of an island. Right. There is a tropical island. of a tropical island behind. And then we we pull back from that photo, Mm. and Hurley is sitting on a couch in a therapist's office. slow reveal. And he's also wearing a bathrobe. Right, bathrobe. That's where it's at. Hurley... This is the first time we discover that he was in the psych ward, right? Yes, as a patient. Because we'd seen him in it before, but he looked like he was a volunteer. Right. We were <clears throat> we were unsure at that point. Yeah. So I do feel like I called that he was a patient, but I couldn't really find anything on that. I probably just mentioned it like... As an aside. As an aside, yeah. Yeah. The only actual prediction that I found was that Hurley met Libby before at the mental hospital. Right. Right. Anyway, keep so continue. Anyway, so uh, his mom, we find out, has put him into the hospital because of, quote, the accident. And the mm. therapist reveals that Hurley's been there for two months. And then he asks Hurley 
if he's done his homework yet. Cut to the basketball court where his bald buddy that we saw in the jungle is there. The guy yeah. jokes and joshes around with Hurley, then starts talking about tacos and gets all excited to be like, well, let's go get them tacos, man. And, and, her- and I recognize this guy. You do? Yeah. He was Charlotte's husband in Sex in the City. That's funny. Amy said the same thing. She's like, <laughs> he was in Sex in the City. Like, I didn't recognize it at first. I was like, I know he's from something. Uh, you like, gals. I had to look it up. Yeah. But I was like, oh, yep, that's it. Back on the island, Dr. Jack and the hatch Dave looked at me care. so judgmentally, my Dave, when I told him that. He was like, you watched Sex in the City? Yeah. And I was like, yeah. You're like, he was I like, once. I think yeah. he like really harshly judged me for that. Really? Yeah. He looked at you in a different light? Yeah, he was like disgusted with He's me. like, you are so basic sometimes. He, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, you like fucking pumpkin spice lattes, okay? Hey, I do too, Dave. We, we, <laughs> You're we should basic PS- in the same way. <laughs> yeah, we should PSL out. I love, I love me a good PSL. I mean, yeah. come on. Yeah, that's the best time of the year when you get a <laughs> pumpkin spice latte. Yeah. You ever go into a Starbucks <laughs> and you walk up to the counter and the guy's just sitting there and he's looking at you wondering what you might be ordering and you just kind of sit there and look at the menu for a little bit and you decide, hey, it's October. That means it's pumpkin spice life time, right? So you say hashtag pumpkin spice life, my friend, and he goes on back there and he talks with his friend Hank who's out there helping him make a PSL for you. So he dumps a little bit of coffee, a little bit of espresso into to some machine and pop out pops your PSL thing, but take about ten minutes because it ain't that easy. He puts it into a big tall Got venti cup. Milk. Don't call it a large, and you don't want frosted milk because that's too boring. You want to do frosted almond milk because that makes it a little cool taste to it. It's got smooth to it. It's a bit smoother than that milk stuff that they put in it. But anyways, they sprinkle a little bit of cinnamon on top, and then that froth gets all up, and your nose starts tickling your nose hairs, and you realize that you got to get home because them nose hairs got to get clipped. So then you start thinking about how you're going to clip them nose hairs, and you say, do I even have that little thing that's inside my mirror? my medicine cabinet that can actually get up in my nostrils and then you start thinking i don't have that triple a battery that's going to go inside there and actually get up in there and actually take it down there because i gotta look good for my date tomorrow because i'm gonna go see my friend betty joe and my my friend betty joe is gonna take me out to the movies and we gonna see that new movie free guy and i heard it's real funny it had that ryan reynolds in it so then we're start thinking about how much we're going to laugh and how much popcorn is going to go all over us anyways. But then you start thinking, <laughs> oh, I'm in Starbucks. I got to get that PSL and get home. You ever do that? <laughs> Man. Uh, you know anyways. what? You know what your job <laughs> on the island would be? What? <laughs> Mountain <teller>. Santa recantations. <laughs> campfire, campfire tales. Campfire Mountain Pat Santa tales. The campfire tales. Right, and they're like, they're just nonsensical strings of <laughs> actions. Yeah, and you just say oh, it in a funny listen. voice. <laughs> Hold on, okay? What? Because not that long ago, you uh-huh. were talking about how you can't stand that Locke does this. The lock <laughs> goes off on these crazy stories that don't make any sense. So and true. here you are doing the here exact same thing. But you know what? I do it for comedic effect. You know, it's different. I'm not trying to teach you anything. I'm just trying to make you roll your eyes. <laughs> all right. That's true. All right. It's all, all right. intention. 
Mm-hmm. All right, here we go. Back to the show. Sorry about that. You just you got me all revved up for a good old mountain Santa. I had to I had to give you one. You know. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Appreciate that. So flashback, Hurley therapist. Uh, yeah, basketball court, ball guy on the basketball court. Talk Taco about tacos. Night. Back on the island, Jack in the Hatch Urgent Care mobile station with assistant island rn kate <laughs> they check out <laughs> Locke's legs from the whole closing door Locke's incident legs. last <laughs> episode he has a fracture and jack mentions perhaps using the wheelchair which of course was Locke's wheelchair before the plane crash yeah and, and Locke, Locke does not want to go back in that wheelchair he does not like that they idea. don't know they don't nobody knew that that right? was his they don't know that that mm-hmm. he was uh but he was like no 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 handy capable Mm-hmm. So cut to Saeed. Oh, so w- then, so then, um, I almost said Claire, not Claire. Kate. Kate suggests she was like, "Oh, there were uh, there were some crutches too." Crutches. So she suggests yeah. that, and Locke seems to be more. He's like, "That's better amenable. than the wheelchair." Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yep. So cut to Saeed with Henry Gale, who recaps a new story to Saeed about the whole hot air balloon incident. And then Saeed pulls out a 20 spot and reads a story that was written onto it. He says, you really should have checked his wallet before you did that. I assume Henry Gale did not have any paper on which to compose his thoughts. So he had to improvise. There wasn't much space for that. And then he starts reading from the dollar bill. He says, Jennifer, well, you were right. Crossing the Pacific isn't easy. I owe you a beer. I'm hiking to one of the beaches to start a signal fire. But if you're reading this, I guess I didn't make it. I'm sorry. I love you, Jenny. Always have, always will. Yours, Henry. And then he turns to Henry Gale, or whatever his name is, and he says, So tell me, how did Henry Gale write a note to his wife with a broken neck? And then Gale starts to panic. He's like, It wasn't me. I didn't kill him. You don't understand. Mm. And then... Yeah, Saeed gets kind of up in his business, and he pulls a gun on him, and then Ana Lucia steps in, and uh, she's like, cool down, man. (laughs) (laughs) No, she just says, she... (laughs) She's like, hey. She just says, hey, and, you know, kind of intervenes, and then, uh, you know, they play a little good cop, bad cop, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that'd be, you know what, though? That'd be kind of an interesting fight. Saeed and Lucia, I don't know. Oh, yeah. I don't know who'd win that. Ana Lucia. That's, that's a pretty good match. Ana yeah, Lucia. you're right, because Saeed would give up because he doesn't want to hurt a woman. Mm, there's that, but also I just think Ana Lucia could take him. Mano y mano. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like she's... Scrappier. She's a, she's a bad lady. I think she can... She's a bad lady. <laughs> <laughs> I think she can hold hold her own, you know? Yeah. You don't mess with Ana Lucia. She's bad, bad baby. Is bad that baby. the rapper? Yeah. The rapper, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cash me outside. How about that? Outside the hatch. So Locke is bedlocked and can't get up, so he calls out to Jack, who turns to Locke during this whole commotion, and he says, I got it covered, John. And then John Locke does not like that. He kind of punches Mm-mm. punches the air. He's like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> On the beach, Charlie brings a shipping pallet to Mr. Echo, who's building, building some sort of mystery structure. And Charlie yeah, wants to know what church. it is. I, is he? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Charlie wants to know what it is, asking if it's a Starbucks. 
but Echo does not tell him. Hurley, in the jungle, finds a box of Dharma fish crackers and starts to mash them into his mouth out of just <laughs> So I was like, anxiety. fish crackers? This is, what is this, knockoff goldfish? <laughs> no, I, oh yeah, it could be that. Or and I was thinking it was oyster crackers. That's what Dave said. But yeah. but then when he starts smashing them in his mouth, they look they look like they're like the yellowy color of goldfish. Oh, I bet they're goldfish. Then. Yeah, they're goldfish. Yeah, they're goldfish. Fish crackers. Fish. Crackers. I loved all the knockoff names of things. Fish crackers. I mean, it's it's you know it's pretty on the nose. Yeah. <laughs> Bad marketing. There's another one Dharma later initiative. too. Yeah. Anyways, so he starts to you know I've been here so many times too. When you're stressed out, you just gotta you just gotta nosh. Yeah. You know. You gotta mm-hmm. nosh those emotions. Yep. Yeah, I'll go. I'll go ham on some uh, on a box of Cheez Its if I'm yeah. just like hangry. I'm not oh, doing well for me, mentally. It's popcorn and chocolate. Popcorn, chocolate, sure, all of the above. Or I'll take it. or chocolate and potato chips. Either yeah. one. Candy bars, fine candy bars. Man, those things are toast. Cookies, forget yeah. it. Baguette. Fresh, French hot toast. baguette. Go to Panera, Fresh get like a baguette. <laughs> get a get a soup bowl, you know, one oh, of those bread bowls. No, if you're if you're oh, if I'm deep in a depression, I'm going to yeah. Panera. I'm getting me some mac and cheese. Okay, I'm getting oh, the largest size of mac and cheese mm. that I can get. Somebody just told me that Panera now has a mac and cheese soup, like bread bowl soup thing. <sighs> I don't like that. Well, don't knock. I mean, you if try it's just it. if it's just mac and cheese in the bread bowl i'm okay with that but if it's like a mac that's no, like cheese. a mac and cheese broccoli cheddar bowl oh well, yeah i don't like that what come on i'm in i'm in yeah we talked about this before you you and dave both love panera's broccoli and cheddar soup oh have we we've yeah. talked about this yeah yeah i okay. don't oh right i said we were gonna bond over it yeah and that yeah never i remember happened. now <laughs> not yet let's <laughs> okay. wait till covid's over right so we can lady a couple hours we can lady and tramp the uh the bread bowl in the middle (laughs) yeah right you would never do that (laughs) even Uh, with nobody i yeah you wouldn't do that with amy yeah i know right (laughs) uh too icky anyways uh so yeah big commotion in the hatch on the beach charlie brings shipping pallet already covered that dharma fish crackers got it bohan (laughs) and then hurley challenges his vision of dave once he starts seeing dave there again and he says you're not here and then dave throws a rock at hurley and then hurley gives chase again it's a coconut oh it's a coconut yeah he almost hit my note says dave almost hit hurley in the coconuts uh that's funny (laughs) but it's definitely a coconut that he throws at him oh okay i didn't quite know he throws one and then he throws another one and then he chases him and then he runs into charlie on the beach with echo flashback to dave and hurley in the hospital together they're hanging out next to the numbers guy who keeps repeating the numbers because hurley says something like did either of you guys see a guy run through here with a yeah. coconut because <laughs> he was holding another one. Oh, okay and then the flashback happens and then flashback gotcha yeah. okay thank you for a that good line mm-hmm. so uh yeah so they're hanging out next to the numbers guy who's repeating the numbers and he's also playing connect four go for it four eight, connect 50, four 16, 24 yeah 32. But he keeps saying like eight, eight. Yeah, he says it four, eight. Eight, eight. Yeah. Four, four eight. eight. Yeah. 
And then Dave 15, 16, convinces Hurley to skip his meds today. And Hurley, Hurley's doctor comes up asking about what's wrong with his meds. He's like, oh, are you gonna, why, why are you skipping those, pal? And then Hurley introduces the doc to his friend Dave. And the doc snaps a Polaroid. Crossover. Crossover, more polarizing. Yeah. Think about that. So many yeah. crossovers Crossover. here. And uh, and I at this point I'm like, I'm like, oh, because Dave is like, he's like trying to get Hurley into trouble. Like he keeps he keeps like goading him into doing. Yeah, so mischievous. Like, yeah, mischievous his, his doctor, Dave. his doctor, her uh, Hurley's doctor is like, you know, do you want to get better? Blah blah blah. Da, da. And then Dave is like. You don't need to change. Let's right. go have some tacos. What are you doing eating celery as a snack? That's not a snack. Yeah. And I was like, I feel like Dave is a sociopath or has like borderline personality disorder. Yeah, Dave's kind of messed up. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever's he's, he's going very on. very dark. Don't like this Dave. He's no. uh, and, and Hurley mentions that. He's like, you know, the doctor says like, you're, you're too negative for me. You're a bad influence. Me. Yeah, you're a bad influence. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. That's uh, that's no good. You know, he's getting mixed up with bad peeps. You know. Yeah, that's not good for Hurley. Nope. So he's he his doctor snaps a Polaroid and he heads out and Hurley shows Dave that he skipped his medicine and Dave announces that the revolution has begun. Oh. And then they cut to Sawyer eating Hatch Oreos, splitting yep. them the wrong way, of course. I think they and I think those are like chocolate sandwich cookies or something like that. Right. Yeah, chocolate sandwich cookies. What? Yeah, the generic name. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, let's do some lines, Sammy Joe. Okay. You want to be Hurley or Sawyer? That's Mm, a tough one. That is a tough one. I feel like you do a better Sawyer, so I'll be Hurley. All right. So so Hurley enters, seeing Sawyer trying to open the Oreos. You've got to twist it to get the frosting. Pulling it will only break the cookie. Well, that's what I get for not going to the expert in the first place. What can I do you for, deep dish? I'm kind of looking for something. Forget it. I'm done trading. I got enough food now to open a chain of mini-marts. Hey, you think Saeed needs a job? It's messed up, man. Yeah, it's pretty messed up. He doesn't say it. Sawyer doesn't. (laughs) No, no, Hurley doesn't say that. I'm saying that. No, we we added. It's parenthetical. Mm -hmm. Okay. Hurley says, well, actually, I was sort of hoping you'd do me a favor. Remember when I helped you out with that tree frog that you killed? Yeah, I remember. I sort of need some medicine. What do you need? It's called clonazepam. Clonaza? What the hell is that? So you can calm down or for when you're seeing things that aren't supposed to be there. What stuff are you seeing? I don't know, maybe like a bald guy in a bathrobe? You mean like that guy there? And Hurley turns, but Dave is not there. <laughs> gotcha. And then, and then Hurley <laughs> attacks Sawyer, <Yes>! punching <laughs> him repeatedly. I love it. I know. I was like, Sammy is going to love this. Yeah. That's yeah. what you get for being a dick, Sawyer, okay? One <laughs> of these him, days, Sammy. one of yeah. these days, you're you going to piss off the nice guy, and the right. nice guy is going to flip the fuck out. That's and right. And I love in the background, like, Jin and Son are in the background, <laughs> They're all laughing. and Jin is just, like, laughing. <laughs> they love it. 
<laughs> like this is she great kinda, finally she's kind of like nudging him like you know go help him out or something right. and Jin's just like cracking he's like, up mm, i think he's handling uh, it just yeah, fine I'm gonna it's just fine stay here yeah. and watch for a little while yeah they look on <laughs> and so laugh good. that's good stuff and then next scene kate makes fun of sawyer saying that it looks like hurley kind of kicked his ass yep yeah she's so smug <laughs> And Sawyer's not having it. He claims that he hulked out on him for no reason, that he's crazy. Man's uh-huh. crazy. And then Hurley hastily packs his back. And he says that when they're fighting, he says, like, you're crazy. And you're Hurley's crazy, like, I'm man. not crazy. Yeah, right. Yeah. So cut to Hurley hastily packing his backpack on the beach. And Libby approaches him, who notices that Hurley has also packed a big jar of peanut butter. Oh, is he about to go on a walkabout? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He is planning to go on a walk out, a walkabout. So they talk about it a little bit before he walks through the jungle and his bag rips open and his peanut no! butter. Oh, my God. How could you miss this line <laughs> that he says? <laughs> what line? Excuse Fill it in, Sammy Joe. <laughs> I got to look it up now because I, okay. I, didn't, I didn't catch the whole thing but i'm gonna look it up because it is worth repeating (laughs) yeah so libby asks where hurley is going and he says back to the caves no one lives there anymore so i won't bother anybody i'm just going to live alone and be one of those guys you know the crazy guys with a big beard and no clothes who's naked and throws duty at people (laughs) right throws duty at people (laughs) i should have wrote wrote that down that is a great line oh i love it (laughs) yeah but she tries to talk him out of it people but he's like, you can't help me. No one can. And yeah. then he walks off. Yeah. yeah. And then mm-hmm. this is when, yeah, of course, his, his, uh, then he goes off into the jungle and that's when his, um, his, his backpack bag breaks. rips open. Yep. And then we see Dave's feet with one slipper. Right. And then. Well, the, the peanut butter cracks on like a rock or something or like a tree fallen tree branch yeah and er and hurley tries to like he's eating he, it yeah he grabs a leaf and is like scooping it up and right. you know i don't like peanut butter in the first place so you're so yagging. i was like, like Ugh. made me want to hurl uh hurl e yeah yeah i Oof. know i was I not liking butter, this though if i was on an island man peanut butter would just be like gold you know yeah it's amazing anyways dave shows up again here we go with this dave guy right and mm-hmm. then hurley yells at again and he's like you're not here you were in the hospital you can't be here and then he's like sorry dude i am here right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then flashback back to the office right and i lost my notes stand by back to the office nope stand by back to flashback to hurley with his therapist talking about hurley's weight and hurley talks about how he can't really do anything about it and that if he wasn't so fat that they wouldn't have died and the man tries to assure that hurley the man the doctor the man the doctor the doc okay (laughs) (laughs) that it wasn't hurley's fault that they died you know it was the the doc that fell was already overloaded you know, it was way past capacity oh, as it was. Yeah. And he He's was so just the, the hair that broke the camel's back, you yeah. know? So the doc hands Hurley the Polaroid that he took earlier. And he also says that Dave isn't your friend, Hugo, because Dave doesn't exist. Oh. Oh, 
what if I said that to you, Sammy Joe? I would be like, like, well. If I was like, you know, Sammy Joe, that Dave that you think you married doesn't actually exist. And then I show you a picture, a Polaroid of your wedding. Then I'd be like, who's paying half my bills? (laughs) Of your wedding? (laughs) Well, it's the state. It's the state. (laughs) They they pay for it. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I yeah, give you the whole backstory. I don't, I don't like you and I. This. We just been friends forever, and I, oh you know, God. I've been saying Dave is, yeah, Dave's great guy. Got it. Yeah. Yikes. <laughs> yeah, I don't like to think about this kind of stuff too much because it's very unsettling. Like it, could, it could be, could be real. <laughs> well, you never like that's the kind of. Well, we'll get into it a little bit more, okay. but uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so basically, Dave is Hurley's like personification of his like bad impulses right his his dark passenger in the world of dexter Mm. he's kind of like he kind of remind me of have you seen drop dead fred no oh i love that you should watch that movie with your kids it's so hilarious Hmm. sounds inappropriate (laughs) (laughs) it's not inappropriate (laughs) i mean there's there's definitely some like inappropriate jokes in it but like it's one of those things where they wouldn't it would just go over their heads like you and amy would get it but like they wouldn't get it Hmm. um yeah and and drop dead fred is about an uh, imaginary friend ah gotcha um yeah i love i used to love that movie as a kid so anyways anyways dave isn't your friend he's made up shows him the polaroid and uh nobody there nobody there next to hurley (sighs) flashback to dave waking up hurley who smacks him in the face on the island oh no not flashback flash forward flash forward and then hurley tries telling him about the polaroid and dave talks it away dropping kinkos as the reason he's like they can do anything with kinkos you know photoshop it right hurley and dave tippy toe through the facility no this is flashback no this is a flashback yeah 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 it's still yeah so it's still the same flashback right right and then dave pushes hurley to use the stolen keys to open the cage window and dave says you know what tastes better than freedom cheeseburgers Mm. (laughs) oh boy this guy cheeseburger and uh, Hurley uh, says a bunch of things, and he says, goodbye. <laughs> he locks the window back up. So Dave goes, yeah, Dave goes out the window. Yeah, Dave and Dave he, goes out first, thinking yeah. that Hurley's going to come right behind him. Right. Yeah. He, so he's trying to get Hurley to escape the, the uh, what would you call this, mental hospital. Yeah, like the institution. I keep wanting to call it an asylum, but that's not appropriate that, these that's days that's not what you would call it <laughs> it's these not days. what it is anymore <laughs> right so uh cut to hurley back on the island who clenches his eyes closed hoping that dave is gone but when he opens them dave is right there in front of him who says you wouldn't happen to have my slipper would you <laughs> <laughs> got any milk <laughs> got any milk and then dave claims that hurley is still in santa rosa hospital and that he's the crazy one he's <sighs> never left and that he claims his whole island, this whole island issue is in his head. Oh, my God. Yeah. This now is the kind of crazy. shit that's like my, I, I, I wrote, what the fuck, all caps with like three <laughs> mind-blown emojis. Because I'm like, like I've seen You're this like, before. What's real? Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, it happens in, uh, oh, man, what's that movie? Inception, right? Yeah. 
It's like, what's real? What's, what's not real, real? What's a dream? And then you, you start putting it all together, right? Because you're like, well, there was that island photograph in, mm. you know, in the therapist's office. Right. And, and like Dave's starting to make a lot of point, a lot of potentially right. valid points. Right. It and ties like, in nicely. Right. So what is real? What is reality? Oh, I don't like it. And then oh. Dave, Dave's my real Dave. Oh God, I hope he's Your real. Dave? Not us. Oh, sure. Yeah. We all love up. real Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Quote unquote. Oh, Dave. God. Sure. I'm going to be so messed up after this. <laughs> <laughs> after this episode. <laughs> but oh, he, man. he was like, he was like, I don't like this because he was like nothing bad. Ha- directly happens to Hurley. It's always people around him, so it would make sense mm. if all of this is in his head because he wouldn't hurt himself in good his point, own delusions. Steven. And I was like, ah! <laughs> yeah, making some good points. Anyways, Don't back like in it. the hatch, Ana Lucia and Locke hang out, and Locke is sporting some crutches to get around, and Johnny enters the armory to talk to his best buddy Henry Gale. And he quote, asked, "Quote what, Henry Gale, <laughs> right?" He asked what Henry's real name is, and let me look up the answer. <laughs> I don't remember. No, what he, he says, said. "Just keep calling me Henry." Oh, okay. There I'm we go. I'm used to it. Back on the cliff. <laughs> let me look it up. <laughs> I forgot. Oh my god. Uh, back on. <laughs> back Good thing on the you cliff. didn't like reveal it right now. If he does have a name, because that oh, would have yeah. been a spoiler. Oh Big yeah, his spoiler. real name. His real name. I'll tell you, Sammy, if you want to know. Dave. <laughs> <laughs> David Artis. <laughs> Your head spins. <laughs> Back on the cliff, Hurley yells down to Dave, who just jumped off the cliff. <laughs> well, first he, he says, see you in another off. life, which I was right. like, what? What? Like Desmond. Life. I mean, like. See you in another life. life brother he doesn't say brother but still close enough and i'm like what he's manifesting it all who is real yeah (laughs) why would he manifest so many daddy issues i mean his dad wasn't around so that's another thing where you're like really his dad's not around he's manifesting all these people with daddy issues oh my god it's all checking out all checking out wow wow (laughs) libby Shows up and he questions Hurley. Hurley yells at Libby, he's, telling her that she's fake. So he's on the ledge. Hurley's on the ledge. He's about yeah. to jump. He he's he's questioning it. I don't know if he's about to, but he's like, mm, "Do I do this?" He's Wish like, you would step off off that ledge, ledge my, friend. my friend. And so and Libby's like, "What are you doing?" And Hurley. See me again, I would understand. Libby, (laughs) (laughs) Libby talks him down from the ledge quite literally, and he tells her that this isn't real life because there's no way a girl like Libby would like a dude like him. He made her up, is what he's saying. Right. He's thinking that he manifests Libby. And then Libby gets closer to him, and she gets real for Hurley, telling him that it's insulting that he doesn't believe that she's real. She gets even closer and holds Hurley's face, and she says, I am real. The way I feel about you is real. 
and then she kisses him and says, that's real. And Hurley says, maybe we should do that one more time to make sure it is real. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, slick Hurley. Yeah. And then they walk hand in hand together away from the cliff. Flashback. Flashback to a third-person perspective of the Polaroid incident at the hospital. And the camera starts from behind a woman with brown hair. And the camera slowly wraps around. So we see Hurley in the background putting his arm around just some air as the doc takes this Polaroid. And the camera slowly wraps around to reveal that it's Libby taking her meds looking on. (laughs) And the music stings with the strings. And then boom. Lost title. Call it. Am I right? Is a lost ending if I've ever seen one. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Mm. Wow. All right, you want some trivia? Yeah. Dr. Brooks's office, you mentioned this. You can see uh, behind Hurley a large picture of an island. Yes, you can. Hurley's doctor tells him that the deck that collapsed had 23 people standing on it, Mm -hmm. but it only had a capacity of... 16. Eight. Eight Eight people. (laughs) I knew it was one of the numbers. Yeah. Wow, that is very over capacity. That's a lot of people on a deck. And actually, when I was in the news, I covered a story where uh, exactly that happened. There was a house party, and uh, too many people were on the deck, and it collapsed. Oh, my God. I have a deck. I don't know how many people are supposed to (laughs) go on it. I have a deck, too. (laughs) Yeah, I think you're safe. I think you're okay. I don't think you have that many. Um for I don't the think scene I could where even Libby <laughs> fit that many people on my deck. <laughs> <laughs> right. For the scene where Libby and Hurley stand at the cliff's edge, they were actually nowhere near it in reality. The cliff edge was added in via blue screen so that the actors were actually never in jeopardy. Hmm. I always wonder about that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they did it safely. It was not a real cliff that they were at. That's good. Both the first and the second season's 18th episode have flashbacks of Hurley. Season one was titled Numbers. It should have been 16. Thought that would have been smart. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, there's only so much they can do with the numbers. Yeah. (laughs) When it's sequential, you know. All right. That's all the trivia I got. New predictions. First favorite moments. Oh, yeah, I know. What's your favorite moment of Buffy? Uh, my favorite moment of Buffy. Oh, definitely all the horror stuff in the end when the lights are going out and he's going, hide and seek, hide, hide and seek. seek, hide and seek. Yeah, all that horror stuff, that horror. Yeah. Pl- and also when Giles tears off the banister column. Yeah, I didn't really have time to get to it or I missed your note when you were saying it. But yeah. I wrote something in all caps like, yeah, Giles, rip that banister off. You're a ripper. You really ripped it off. <laughs> something like that. I don't know. Yep. Yeah. What's your favorite moment? I really like the way that Buffy kills Kralik. It's very smart. Oh, yes. That was a great moment. That yeah. was a real gotcha moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also like when, when Giles is like cleaning up her, her wounds at the end. Ew, like trying to gross. make up, trying to make it. Well, 
It's not in a yeah. gross way. He's taking, a, you know, he's like being a dad. He's like cleaning, cleaning right. out. You know, she's got a it's big gash on her forehead. He's like yeah. helping. That gash pat was pretty down. massive. Yeah, she better have a scar in the next episode. If she doesn't, I'm gonna be very disappointed. Yeah, that's well, all I'm gonna say. Okay. Okay. But the thing is, if she gets her Slayer powers back, she It'll heals heal. very quickly. That's so, true. Yeah. All right. It's going to be gone. But we'll for have sure. to see. I don't know. No, it'll be gone. Yeah. What about uh, Lost? What's your favorite moment of Lost? Favorite moment of Lost? I do like the Libby reveal at the end, but I think I like the Polaroid moment. But I did remember it from my first viewing. I knew that that was coming. Yeah. So, I yeah, mean, there was definitely a lot of like mind blowing things in yeah. this episode, like twists that I did not expect. Yeah. Other oh. than the Libby one, which I obviously expected. But. I also love Hurley beating up Sawyer. That's yeah. That, your, those that's are my your favorite, right? <laughs> yep. Well, at first I, at first I wrote down, uh, the, the Libby reveal at the end, but then I was like, wait, uh, yeah. Hurley beat up Sawyer. <laughs> like, right. Definitely. Yeah. So yeah, definitely. That's the obvious choice. I feel like those both of those moments are yeah are top for me. Okay. Which All episode right. wins for you, Pat? Move. Hmm. This is a tough one. Yeah. Hmm. I'm gonna go lost this episode. Yeah. I'm going lost too. Yeah. I like Hurley. I do too. Yeah. I like that he beat up Sawyer. I like yeah. that there was this whole, anytime there's a twist like that, when it's like, this is all in your head, and they right. start stacking up evidence to suggest that, you're like, what? Yeah. Yeah, what it was kind of a mind bender episode. <laughs> yeah. It's like, what do you do? Definitely. And also, uh, we got to see a lot of characters in this episode. Yeah, we did. We got to see Mr. Echo we haven't seen in we forever. We didn't see Claire, though. Oh. Uh, no, right? I guess we did. we saw her last episode where she where she oh, brought yeah. Aaron to um to oh, Jack. Oh, that's true. But Check yeah, I don't fever. think we did see her this episode. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. All right. W- what do you think is gonna happen next on Buffy? Oh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. You got a question for me that I could tee up? A well, <laughs> you you started to predict about the Watcher. What do you think? Oh, right. So, okay. Let, let's What do you think the new Watcher about... is going to be like? Do you think there even is actually going to be a new yeah, Watcher? Yeah, there's going to be a new Watcher. They're going to send somebody. The council has to send a new Watcher, right? And the new Watcher is just going to be kind of a pain. He's not going to be the Giles. And then as an audience, we are going to be rooting for Giles' return. And then he won't be able to return until near the end of the episode where he finally gets clearance because they have to, because the old watcher got killed or made a stupid mistake. And now the whole town's in the old uh, watcher or the new watcher, the new watcher. Okay. The new watcher. The old watcher would have been Giles. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Misspoke. The new watcher made a mistake or he blew, you know, he blew his chance, whatever. Something happened. And, uh, they had to, they had to pull Giles back out of retirement to uh just when i think i was out, was out they, they pulled pull me, me back, back in. in yeah what's that from that's from godfather 3 oh yeah so yeah that's what's gonna happen giles will be sipping his scotch and bring bring um hello it's quentin giles? travis mr giles oh yes we need you but i was fired well, you're rehired. Smash cut to 
Buffy in peril, and then he comes in, he throws the crossbow. On your left! And she catches it, and then she stakes a guy, and then uh, hilarity ensues. All right. Something like that. Okay? Okay. All right. What's uh? What do you think is going to happen on Lost? I really hope we get Libby's backstory next. Yeah. Because I've been waiting for Me that too. for a while. Right. I do think that Mr. Echo is building a church. Okay. And I don't think that Libby is really a therapist. Interesting. I think she just plays one in her head. Ooh. Or she was a therapist, but then she went crazy and like lost oh, her boy. license and that had a whole spiral and that's what landed her in the, I wrote me- metal hospital. Metal hospital. <laughs> it's metal just where hospital. they rock out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Um, media recommendations. What do you have to recommend to me this week, Sammy Joe? Well, Dave and I finally started watching Squid Game. Oh, this is what everybody's talking about, yeah, huh? Yeah, everybody's this talking about it. Korean horror kind of suspense and, Yeah, show. it's pretty yeah. wild. It's yeah, pretty wild I think I saw fan. a clip from it, and I'm like, not not for me. Because it's kind of like Saw, right? Well... It's like got kind of a Saw twist to it. Uh, Saw, you know, it's mixed like with The so- Running Man. Yeah, it's like... Saw meets Hunger Games, kind of. Yeah, not interested. No, Hunger Games, I, I can I barely would, handle. I really. Yeah, I'm like, just the, like eh. well, that's because it's kid violence. That's true. This I don't isn't like that, kid violence. This is adults. also. I just feel like it's unnecessarily violent. I don't know. <laughs> as as I as I love stupid stupid action movies. Yeah. Uh, excuse me. It's Last Blade. episode, <laughs> you were talking about how much you love Coen Brothers movies. Okay. How hey. much you you talked about how much you love Blade. You yeah. and I both love Quentin Tarantino movies, okay. and those are all right. Super needless. Those violent. words that just came out of my mouth, Sammy Joe. I'm gonna, gonna put them in a sandwich, em? and I'm gonna eat them. All right. I'm gonna <laughs> eat my words. I will say. I will say, uh, definitely Amy will not like Squid Game. I could no, see that's, you potentially liking it. that's why I'll never watch it. it. Yeah. It, I have so many other things I want to watch that I will probably never watch Squid Game. Yeah, but it's funny. Our um, One of our friends who told us to watch it was like, don't, don't do the... Um, the dubbed version, like the English dubbed version, right. do the yeah. subtitles. That's the- kind of universal. Don't ever do the <laughs> yeah, dubbed version. Yeah, which, which we never, never do. But for whatever reason, I think we we just wanted to watch the first episode while we were eating. And it was just going to be too much work to like read the subtitles. And <laughs> You're like, like, I like to just look at my food the whole time. <laughs> I don't know. I just, for whatever reason, we just knew we were going to be more distracted. So um, I was like, let's, I was like, whatever, let's just do the dubbed version. And it's so <laughs> bad. Yeah, but it's like it's like so bad it's good. Like I feel like it adds a level of campiness to it mm. that makes it less. Yeah, it's like a different. Piece yeah, of media. like it, it makes it less. Uh, I don't want to say scary, but yeah, like yeah. hardcore or horrific. So yeah, so now comedic. we just watch it with the dub on because it's just so ludicrous. Just like it, it's <laughs> relaxing. Yeah. <laughs> what about you? What What do you want to recommend? All right, I'm going to recommend something else on Netflix. This is a show that was recommended to me by a coworker, and it's called The Chair with mm. uh, Sandra Oh is in it, and she plays yes. the chair of an English department. 
at a university. So, you know, hits hits home for me because, yeah. you know, that's kind of where I work. Um, so, uh, yeah, no, it's 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 really, really funny. It's very well written. Uh, the characters are great. Uh, absolutely love it. We've, we're only about three or four episodes in. Um, cause we watch it here and there when we're mm-hmm. not watching Buffy and lost and the occasional movie. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> uh, it's kind of a filler show for us, but it really shouldn't be. It's a really great show. So check out the chair on Netflix. It's wonderful. It's, it's very, a very funny. Uh, no, it's like a, it's like a single cam, uh, uh, show. It's fun, fun, funny. It's like a, okay. like, a like, I don't know. I'm trying to compare it to something. I don't know. Okay. Don't know. You, just, you just gotta see it. You know, you All gotta right. look at it. Yeah. yeah. It's good. All right. What do you say? We wrap this thing up, huh? Yeah. Way over time. Listen, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, all the places to find us. Also, working on getting these up on YouTube. Still working on that, you know, uh, uh, under construction. Okay. <laughs> that <laughs> will be happening very soon. <laughs> Just like those websites where you keep checking back and it's like, yeah. we're uh, currently under check construction. Yeah, check back later. <laughs> yeah, check back later. Right? later? <laughs> you start screaming at it and then it just uh, refreshes to 404 web 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 uh error <laughs> uh, and uh yeah leave us a nice review on apple Podcasts if you have the time give us five stars that's the only uh, score that we allow on there and also uh give us a follow on social where can they find us sammy yeah you can find us on instagram facebook and twitter at kickstreampod um you know we'd love to hear your thoughts about your favorite which episode you prefer um what your favorite moments are these kinds of things predictions um if you want to send emails to us you can send them to kickstreampod at gmail.com just make a note if there's spoilers of any kind um send us pictures of you and your beanie oh yeah yeah definitely beanie shots but like hashtag beanie shot what? Send appropriate ones. What's an inappropriate beanie shot? I don't know. People are crazy these days. Who knows <laughs> where where they're gonna put a beanie? Okay. Oh boy, didn't think of that. Okay, good clarification, Sammy Joe. Only I've just, tasteful photos. You know, I photos. just worked in social media for too long. Okay, That's I've true. seen some things. You've seen, you've seen the dark <laughs> seen sides. <things>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, you can also support us. Um, we don't have any advertising, so if you, you know, chuckle. Um, at our episodes and want cringe <laughs> or if you cringe but you keep coming back for more because you know you just are a glutton for punishment <laughs> um, you can you can uh, uh, buy us a coffee um, yeah. basically just go to buymeacoffee.com slash kickstream pod um, and you can support us with you know like five bucks or something um, mm, that, that I love basically coffee that basically just goes towards, you know, our our hosting um, costs and stuff like that. So. Yeah, hard drive space, SD cards, XLR cables, all the things that goes into Zoom. podcast production. Zoom. Paying yeah. for Google. Cloud. Yeah, yeah, all the things. There's a lot of a lot of costs yeah. for this. You yeah. think it's easy? Well, think again. <laughs> <laughs> Especially if you have to deal with me. Um, And you can check out show notes for this and every single episode at kickingstreaming.com. And always remember. Always remember that that streaming streaming is is better better with with friends.
And also with Mount Santa. Also <laughs> definitely with Mount Santa. Streaming is yeah. not better with Kralik. No, streaming, in fact, is terrible with Kralik. Yep. Pass, pass the remote. My, my stories are on. <laughs> my pills. <laughs> All right, take it easy, pal. <laughs> Wheel, it's Wheel of Fortune time, okay? Stop. Don't. Don't. Stop. Stop grabbing at the remote. Stop. Stop grabbing. No. Stop. Stop. Yeah, okay. He's a fan now. He likes it. I knew he'd, he'd warm up to it. Pat Sajak. You love that guy. All, All right. right. Thank we'll you. We'll see you next week. Love you. See you next week. Bye-bye now. Safe. Bye. See ya.